Again, welcome to another quarantine cast with Brian, Cody, and Craig. I'm Brian Noonan. That's Cody Goff. That's Craig Collins. Hello, boys. How are you? Good. More like hello, men. Am I right? <laughs> it's yes. man time. Get ready for beers, broads, and boobs, which yes. is a subset of broads. Wow. Suddenly, we're doing a morning show in Tampa, Craig. This is going to be <laughs> going to be fun. What a big. The crazy big show that we get. All we got to do is get some young lady who's just going to laugh and then go, you guys are crazy. And that's, that'll be the whole thing. Turn the lights on. What happened to Cody's lights? I don't know what's, <laughs> I, listen, I haven't known what's happened to Cody for months, to be quite honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, glad you're here. I hope everybody had a good week. I had, uh, I said, we're. I'm excited because on my list of things to talk about tonight, uh, politics is not on there at all. So, mm -hmm. Uh, after last week, I am going to I am going to step back and let one of you take the first uh, take the first topic. Whatever whatever you want to bring up, you can bring up. Oh, wow. I know at some point I hope we talk about this miserable weather that I'm sure Cody loves that I hate. But uh, again, I will I am going to cede the floor to one of you. You can All wrestle right. it out. I would like to see you Greco Roman wrestle to decide <laughs> whose topic will actually be the first one discussed Brian, here on the Brian, quarantine you, cast. You and I are not so different. I had the, the same, my instinct last week after uh, that incident was, uh, was to just show up and not talk at all and just mm -hmm. like be like my producer mode where I just kind of chill and don't really say a lot. But you brought me a topic. You literally delivered a topic to me physically that we cannot, uh, that, we, that I have to address. You didn't even know this. You brought me a bag of stuff. And there's a thing in it that is just so worth talking about. It's just comedy gold. I don't know. Craig, comedy you know, gold, Jerry. Craig, you know that I uh, saw Brian? It, 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 he I heard. Drop some stuff off. Yeah. It's good. It's good. All right. So, all right. Brian cleaned out a lockers WGN because oh, I haven't been there in a year. And uh, so a publicist sent us a publicist sent us a book in, uh, God, 20, 2004 or something. I don't even know. Not too late. No, a lot of stuff in that locker. Yeah, it was it was old. No, it was uh this is dated. It was like 2014 or something. I know it was at least like four or at least four or five years old. But anyway, <laughs> this book. And like, okay, so like this is what happens at the radio station. Craig, you know this. Uh big time radio dude. A lot of authors and press people and publishers, they'll send you books, right? They send you the book mm -hmm. and they say, Hey, if you want to interview the author of this book. We'll uh, we'll hook it up, and then you, they're an expert, and it's great. I do this all the time on Curiosity Daily. We talk to authors all the time; they're great. Uh, well, we got a lot of these are unsolicited. Uh, oh man, it's let me boost my game. Is that better? Everybody yeah, that's better. Quiet. That is, is that a better? lot better. So hey, before you go any further, can you check? I'm I'm trying to check. Are we? That uh, we had to do this last time. Are we? Are we on Facebook? Are we live? Well, we're we're definitely live. We're on the YouTube. It seems like our comments have been from the YouTube. I know we're on YouTube, and I'm trying to figure out why uh, it doesn't appear that we are on. Uh... Facebook doesn't like us a lot anymore. Are you are you able to even open Facebook right now? Because I'm trying to open it, and I can't. Yeah, I've got it open. Really? I literally it won't even load for me. Is it? I just loaded it. 
there's been, I don't know if you know this, uh, guys, but a bunch of websites went down today. Like a lot of websites. Really? Mm. Oh, yeah, it was huge. Uh, so, well, of course, a lot of those websites happen to be stock exchanges. Stop and talking, Cody, and tell us what the book is. Yeah. Sorry. What's the book? We, we had a topic going. I'm getting I get it. it. I'm All getting right. so antsy. No, I, I don't know if we'll on Facebook. Facebook, no dice. Mike says uh, Facebook, no dice. Sorry, Mike. Oh. Uh, thanks for the update. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm able to uh, uh, to open the app, I guess, but I don't. Oh uh, it's gonna be a tease all night. I'm never gonna get the book story. All right, so we get we get these books sent to us. Yeah, we're not live on Facebook. All right, I don't know why. Mm. I'm gonna figure it out. All right, I'm I'm going off, boys. All right, goodbye. Well, oh no, if I go off, then I think I have to take. Uh, <laughs> yeah, take us all with you. Are we gonna take, have it, take everybody down? I don't know. Uh, I know. I'm trying. Folks, we'll all come back. How about this, YouTube audience? You've been awesome for hanging out. We yeah, promise to be back to you shortly. Give me two minutes, because I I, was I went through this. I went no. Here's the thing. I went through this earlier. I checked everything this afternoon because when I signed on, um, we were not we were not set on Facebook, and then I fixed all the settings that it should. But uh, yeah, give us two minutes, uh, friends. We'll be uh, we'll be right back. Oh, I think oh, we're still oh, here. Oh, like we're still <laughs> here, but he'll be right back. Okay, that's fine. No, he all said right. all of us. I will just stay. So, Craig, I get this book, and like, like okay. I don't want to, I don't want to break bad on this publicist. They're just doing their job. The author's right. just, you know, trying to make money, right? Like, I'm not, right. I'm not. The purpose is, is isn't to make fun of these people, but right, just the whole thing. It's a funny thing that we got, right? Right. All right. So, uh, there's a sticky note on it. First of all, the sticky note okay. on top of this book says already more than 30,000 likes on Facebook. Ooh. Okay. So that's how 30, you know. 30,000. Here it is, Matt. Here it is, Craig. Craig, uh, have you ever wanted to find the holy grail of 27 ways to spot women who need sex? Yes. You have. All right. Well, that's good because there's a book for you called Men Are Pigs, and that's a good thing. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, discover the nine secrets and seven strategies to finding the girl of your dreams. Girl, capital. nine secrets, seven strategies, 30,000 likes on Facebook. This sounds like a winner of a guest. I would book this immediately. Right. Okay. So that's fun. All right. So it comes with this, these like press, you know, materials, right? You get a couple pages. Yes. And it usually comes with a, like a bio of the author and you get a little background. But Craig, you're going to love this. I am. This came with sample questions for the interview. And this, this just would get me. Give me uh, a tease. Give me one of them. So <laughs> I want, so, I want a tease. So Craig, pretend, pretend you're a radio host and you right. handed this. Here's, here's pretend you're a radio host. You're like a really famous, nope. famous, like I'm not. Radio. You're a very good, you're a very good radio host. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. You are. Uh, so, all right. Number one, here's the question you should ask you, the radio host that I'm telling you what to ask. Mm -hmm. You are a bit of an expert, and that is why we have you here to talk about <laughs> sex. We heard you're the sex whisperer, <laughs> but that title is loud? Question mark. <laughs> what is? Does it give? Does it give me an idea of what his answer is? Th no, that it just. Okay, that's it. Okay. Like why? I think it's probably something to the effect of that, like noise is a good thing in the bedroom. 
it's just like like what self-respecting radio host would get these press materials and then be like we heard you are the sex whisperer but is that title loud is it loud tell me brian is the sex whisperer a title loud no the sex whisperer was a serial killer in southern california in 1974. is that real <laughs> no. and i still believed him said it with the kind of conviction that would make you think it's real uh here's the situation gentlemen uh, something there is a problem with restream connecting to Facebook because mm. uh, while we are live on YouTube, it is saying that um, we are sending data to Facebook. All right. So I'm so going to share the YouTube link to my Facebook page. Let's just tell all of our Facebook ooh. people to YouTube it up. There you go. Perfect. Why? Are you, uh, yeah. Can you you can do that too, Brian? Well, I have to get to YouTube. <laughs> I'll let you do that while I continue to ask Craig these award-winning questions. Well, about this all right, now wait. This is a book, uh, again, this is a book that you've had in the locker for how long? A long, a long time. And it's what? about, uh, give me the title, because I was trying to figure things out. It was Men Are Pigs and That's a Good Thing? Oh, right, sure it is. Okay. Brian, I'm pretty sure they sent us both a copy of this when we were still at Tribune Tower. Uh, I, I remember you talking about it, but I don't remember seeing a, uh, I don't remember seeing it. It was, uh, I, it was in our drawer, but it came to us at the tower, right? So when did we move from Tribune tower? 2016. Oh boy. Sure. No, okay. it had to be later than that. 18. 100? Yeah. Something like that. That 18 sounds a lot more accurate. Okay. All right, well, we got it three or four years ago. I don't know. There was a date somewhere on here, but I don't know. I thought you said 2004. No, I that was wrong. I forgot. Um, there was, but there was one other, there was one other just uh, really ridiculous question that I just thought you'd get a kick out of. Uh, for I what? Find it though, but the second was pretty funny too. For it starts with, okay, I read your book. So we're just putting words in the radio host's mouth at this point. Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert a lot of the radio hosts that interview authors and get the books don't have time to read the books, especially if they're interviewing an author like every night. Now, the one exception- but No, maybe, nope, I won't, I won't admit to that. Yeah, sure. Well, the one exception that might be Milt Rosenberg, the late, great Milt Rosenberg, who I'm yeah. sure read like 16 books a day, right? My favorite thing I, I said to Milt Rosenberg one time, it was after us, I produced his Sunday show for a while. I, after one of the shows, he had made so many references in the show, it was insane. And I was like, you know, Milt, what would be cool for the listeners? And even I, I know people have called in and asked for like something you mentioned. We should just do all of the things you reference as a post on Facebook after a show. And he looked at me and goes, that's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard, Craig. And I said, why, Milt? And he said, that would be full on impossible to put everything that I reference on a show into a bit. Just be impossible, Craig. But uh, keep trying. Keep keep the hard work going. Like, Thanks, Milt. Mill was great. Did you have to take the test to fill in yes, for him? I did. You did the test. Zach Christensen, his producer, would give us a he, like. Milt had Zach administer a test to his fill-in hosts, right? Accurate. I don't. I don't remember anything about it. What do you, he he asked like how many books have you read or something? There were history questions on mine. There was like American history questions. I can't remember what else was there. It was it was essentially like just a demonstration that you had some form of education. I felt. <laughs> An amazing show to work for. Yeah, Milt was a great guy. The quiz for Brian's show was uh, fantastic. You had to name at least 14 beers from Revolution mm -hmm. uh, or yep. Goose Island at the time. Uh, you, had to, you also had to uh, say what an inauguration was? 
Sure. Right. Yeah. You yeah. had to allow yourself to have things thrown at you from time to time. And that, that had to be okay. Boys. Now you're, you're making me sound uh, horrible. <laughs> they weren't violent things. I've worked for people that throw violent things. What did I he ever throw, throw at you? Violent. What did I ever no, throw no, at you? I don't anybody. think you've ever thrown well, anything. He never threw a shuriken because he doesn't know what that is. So that's, that's off the table right there. I've thrown a hissy, but other than that, it doesn't, I don't, I don't really think I did. Did you use a fancy name for a ninja star? Is that what you did? I did. And you, but who knew that it was a ninja star? You did, Craig. Yeah, that's why, why I just rolled you, right past it. See, but Noonan, why, why the pompousness, Cody? Why can't you say a ninja star? Everybody knows a ninja star. Craig, because we had a discussion on, uh, on Brian's uh, uh, Lake Great Radio show once uh, about the word doubloon. And apparently everybody knew what a doubloon was. And yet no one knew what a shuriken was, which I thought was ridiculous. I mean, I get that. Okay, we know what doubloons are because Pirates of the Caribbean was a thing. Disney, uh -huh. marketing machine. Let's go, dude. But I don't know, man. Hold on, hold on, pump the brakes. You're talking about money versus weapons, right? Doubloons is a form of currency. People right. are probably more familiar with currency than they are weapons. Right, and pirate culture is a little more, I think, popular <laughs> than ninja culture. More no, I, that, that I disagree culture. with. Yeah. Really? The Ninja Turtles. And for my generation, oh, okay. the Ninja Turtles right. made ninja in, I went to see them in concert. I don't I know if we know. Corrected. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, like, you know what a bow is? I do. Yeah. Right, right. Donatello had a stick. bow staff. Right. But like right. how, like in what other context besides the Ninja Turtles, like, do you know what a bow, like in, in any part of my life, have I come across a bow staff other than Donatello? Wow. I wish I had a good story right now. Yeah. I've never come Donatello across a bow story staff. too. Yeah. Checkmate libs. All right. So one more question. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, we. <laughs> wow. Checkmate libs. This is my favorite. Where is it? Let's do that. This is for oh. the sex whisper. Sex whisper. Here's another good question. Uh, okay, I read your book. Tell me about the Holy Grail and some of the two traits of women that need sex? Question mark. Not just mm -hmm. want, but need I, sex. Nope, they I do. Can see why that could be the Holy Grail for guys. Like you're writing dialogue at this point. Like this. Like this. Like this publicist is LARPing as a radio host. Well, here's the I, thing. There's a lot of these these really horrible morning shows and afternoon shows and evening shows and midday shows where they get a couple minutes for their interview. This way, plus, I'm guessing the sex whisperer is not the brightest bulb in the marquee. Uh, so I'm going to guess that he would have, like if, if he was on with us and we went off script, the sex whisperer would have a lot of trouble coming up with a, an answer. He's got... It's like every other that talk. can't be show. possible. The sex what? whisperer has to have answers to all the you questions, think, man. I don't know. I, I look at this as just like doing a pre-interview when you're on Letterman or something where they make sure that you're going to be, the answer is going to be good. From If we're, if we're gauging it from the PR person's demonstration of a lack That's of any, any sort of trust, then, then okay, maybe this person is terrible. But how much arrogance does it take to write a book about having sex with women and how you're an expert of it? Like that alone to me, any guy that goes the road that I'm an expert of sex and I'm going to help all the other men in the world. That guy's going to have a crappy answer to a lot of questions because he thinks a lot of himself and he shouldn't. Well, that's true. And I felt bad when I just did my leaflet about how great I was having sex with women. I can't imagine <laughs> doing an entire like leather bound book. Uh, to be honest, the leaflet gets a lot of pub on Reddit because it is very well written. Sure. Oh, well, you know, it's double spaced. Right. Uh, I'm very, I proof all my work. Yeah. But, 
you should have done like me and gotten a designer so you could make an infographic because infographics <laughs> about how to get it on is how, where it's at. I found oh. the worst, most offensive question in here. And All right, I, let me okay. see. Hey, then give it, throw it out to Craig and I like we are sex whisperers. All and right. we'll, All right. we'll have dueling answers. All right. You'll love this question. Let's cut to the chase, Ron. It says yep. that in here. Let's cut to the chase, Ron. We all know what guy is like in the bedroom. Why is it for the most part, the women don't like providing that? <laughs> uh, Brian, this one's for you, Ron. <laughs> well, uh, well, Ron, thank you for asking. That's a very good question. Uh, the reason the ladies don't like it is because you are a repulsive pig man. That's why they don't want anything to do with you. I don't have that problem. Uh, as I said, I am a master. I'm the love, the sex whisperer. So I have never run across anything that the ladies will not succumb to with a little uh, pressure and a pillow. Succumb to, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Uh, you, you missed that. That's coming out in the next, the uh, edited version or the director's yeah. cut of my yeah. book. Mm, right. Where I do the, <laughs> if all else fails chapter. The director's cut of your leaflet. Right. If we're going back to Brian, right? Okay. Sure. Uh, but I, well, was that Ron. Was, I was channeling Ron. I'm gonna, right, was, I remember. I'm going to feel um, so bad if the, the author and or publicist are, like, are huge fans of our show. They've been watching like religiously they are. the last three months. And now they're just like, oh, you're making fun of my book. It is for funny. Look at, I mean, look at this cover. It's like a, it's like a hot Hold on. Bubble Hold on. Bubble up. I'm not getting my chance here. I thought we were doing dueling answers. Yeah, I thought yeah. I got to be Ron. Ron, Ron, your answer to that question, Ron? Yeah. Well, the, the first reason that a lot of women think they don't like those very fun things in the bedroom that you and I and a lot of guys do like is that mm -hmm. they haven't really tried them. They're with a lot of timid guys, guys that aren't really capable of convincing them to try these things that are new. And once you get the new and exciting element in there, I got to tell you, from my own personal experience, the women sure enjoy it. Wow, Ron, that's a great answer. Why, nice. thank you. Butt stuff. <laughs> This show. This okay, show. Ron. Thanks, funny. Ron. That was that was, so that was that was three dueling answers. You had Brian's, you had mine, and then you had butt stuff, which I don't even know if that's a Ron thing. I listen, I don't know. I, I didn't read the book, obviously. Right. So yeah. I don't know what's in there. I don't know what the holy grail. I didn't cut to the chase and get to the holy grail. I enjoy that every week your bottle of beverage gets bigger and bigger. I, I hope for that, I hope that somewhere by springtime you are just hooked up to a tanker truck. I would like to be. Uh, <laughs> I bought this. I bought this Coke. I bought this Coca-Cola and I asked Betty if she wanted me to share it with her and she said no. So I'm having all of it for myself. Did you ask her prior to backwash or after backwash? Prior, prior to even opening it. This okay. was pre-anything. Well, and she said nice. no, no. Yeah. That was very nice. Mm-hmm. She didn't eat my ramen noodles, uh, and I'm still upset about that. So I don't want to share. I'm not in a sharing mood right now. Ron, is that one of those things that the ladies uh, like to do in the bedroom? Uh, yeah. Eat your ramen noodles. I flipped ahead to the uh, the 27 holy grail ways to spot women who need sex. Here's one. Uh, the subheader is rubs. I love you have the book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I reference here. Well, we wouldn't uh, trust him if he didn't. Right. Sure. No. This is reference. Here's a random, here's, now, I know this will surprise you, but this is actually a way to spot a woman who needs sex. This is going to shock you. Rubs, She's in my bed? She'll rub your wick under the table while at dinner with others. So My, my wick? Yeah. I, you know, Ron, you didn't know you were a candle maker. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know that that's the size I would go with 
when I'm ref like I would have referenced something larger, but that's yeah. just like, yeah, wick. Like yeah. I wouldn't think that, that sounds this, very small. That this is like hard to know. Like right, like if a woman's grabbing my crotch under the table, I'm like I think that's. I might be way. confused. I might. I might say that has never that has never happened. And I would say, are you trying to borrow my napkin? Mm. Mm. And that could be. Could See? be she needs a napkin. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe right. All right, give it. Give me another one, because I don't know if John Wick is uh is gonna you know come out swinging. I don't think he can even swing. Wicks don't do that. They dangle. They barely do anything. A wick in a can. Yeah, without the wax around them, they're just a limp string. The the entire time, it's barely yes, exposed. Just laser. String. Just All right. See if you can misinterpret this one, though. All right. <laughs> All right. Consider it. She brings you the Viagra on a serving plate to let you know what she's thinking. Okay. Wow, she's thinking, I wish I was with a guy who could get it up by himself. Holy grail. Hold on. Hold on. The book says these are the secret, like, 27 things that mm -hmm. he's dissecting for us. Mm -hmm. And one of those things is if a Viagra pill was delivered to me on a tray, that would be the easiest. That There's no question whatsoever. Mm. I would I see, and I look at it the other way that she's like, listen, I'm not going to be disappointed like I was last time. So just take this and lay down and shut up. But mm. Noonan, you still demonstrated she obviously would like to have the sex in the immediate future. Well, yeah, but at that point, she's just trying to, she's just trying to. There's the very few circumstances. I can think of zero circumstances where a woman would deliver a Viagra pill on a tray to a man and sex would not be the next desired thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe she's hoping you have a heart attack. <laughs> One circumstance. All right. Depending That's on my good. age. I, I needed there to be something else in right. there. There is one. That's true. All I right. Well, man, Ron sucks. Give me okay. Am I, am yeah, I'm not, still okay? You're low. You're very low. I'm low. You're still low. All right. Can we see? Can What's Ron's last name? Like, what's happened uh, to Ron? I'll die if it's Ron Perlman. The actor. That'll make me die. Yes. Jeremy. Ron Jeremy? No, it's Ron, Ron Sturgeon. Sturgeon. Yeah. Do we need to jack up again? Ron Sturgeon. Ron Sturgeon. Yeah. Fishman. Wow. Uh, net worth, celebrity net worth, $75 million. Stop uh, there's, there's an endorsement on the bank uh, by Greg Morse, president of a Texas bank. That's just all it says. So it says president of a Texas bank. It does, did Ron Sturgeon, did he also write how to salvage millions from your small business? Small business? Same know. author? Somehow I doubt it. <laughs> I don't know. He had a bank, uh, president of a bank, just a bank on the back of his thing. No, uh, yeah, other books: How to Salvage Millions from Your Small Business and How to Salvage More Millions. Yeah, I, I found, I found all his books on Amazon. This guy is worth seventy-five million dollars. How he? can that be? Because, well, he knows how to uh, bed women. Clearly, so no, uh, no, no. Is there money no, in no, that? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's actually this is a weird. Uh, this actually might bring up a topic Cody wants to talk about that Noonan doesn't want to talk about. But oh, there's a, a video no, no, game. No. I'm up for anything. There's a video game I play on my telephone. And uh, one of the YouTube celebrities for my video game recently made a joke about how people who spend money on video games can't make tutorials for people that don't because the people who spend money have way better things than the people who don't spend money. Meaning like you buy better things in the video game to have stronger oh, heroes sure. or whatever. Right, yeah. Um, this is the same sort of thing. Ron Sturgeon at 75 million is getting women to have sex with him easier than most men that look like him because he has 75 million dollars. Yeah, which he is came not first? playing the same game. 
Yeah, it doesn't, you know, uh, he's selling that book to schlubs. Mm. Right. And he's, he's getting, trying to give advice that he doesn't even comprehend himself. No. Doesn't work, but it does for him. Well, he doesn't want to admit that he's only pulling tail, which is a horrible thing to say, horrible way mm -hmm. to put it. He's only meeting the ladies because he's got the fat bankroll. He doesn't know it. No, someone who wrote this book doesn't even know. They're, they're so in denial that they pretend they actually are desirable. And it's not the millions of dollars that the women are after. It's true. I hope that the lovely ladies listening uh, realize that we are giving this guy a hard time for his uh, misogyny and not participating in it because it's 2021. No, we are. Ain't got time for that. Didn't we have right. one of the pickup guys on the show once? We had a pickup artist on the show and he we freaked out because he maintained eye contact and didn't blink <laughs> for two hours. Yeah, he was freaky. Literally. It's arrogance. That's not the a pickup fan. artist. People say that arrogance is what you need to be successful. That's it. it. It's changed a lot, honestly. I like. I actually read the game. Uh, the game is was like back in two thousand. God, the early two thousands. It was like the Bible of like pickup artistry, and it it it, ta it taught you. I mean, it taught a lot of stuff and, and kind of explored the culture. But uh, the culture. My big, my big just called it the culture. My, no, it, like well, the whatever it was. It, it was like weird. I don't know. It it's morphed since then. There's there's like pickup artists that like are kind of like comedians that are just like, here's some ways to make girls laugh. There's pickup artists that are jerks that are just like, women are objects, let's have sex with them. There's pickup artists that are like, hey, work on yourself, work on your self-confidence, like you can do this, self-motivational. Like motivational. So it's, there's so many like little branches and stuff. It's like, it, I think it's hard, a hard, a hard um, like thing to like generalize because there's actually some good stuff. There's some good like self-helpy kind of stuff that is labeled like pickup artistry and then you might associate it and be like oh this is just like how to score chicks and it's like no no, no. it's how to work on yourself and then people will find you more attractive and you'll be more successful in life so there's there's a there's a wide spectrum um uh and you can kind of pick and choose but um but yeah how do you take a good part how do you take topics like this as seriously as you just did how do you treat yeah. it like it actually has any level of value and seriousness the pickup artist books are a flaming pile of trash. Every single one of them. Have you read it? And that's the hottest take of hot takes oh, in the wow. show. Have you read they it? They all are. He can't read any of them. Wait, is this like the time you made fun of Doctor Who and you'd never seen an episode? Yes, this is exactly the same thing. Okay. I, yeah. I, I do arrogantly think, though, maybe I should write my own book, that they're mm -hmm. all just a flaming pile of trash. If you want to work on yourself, get a self-help book that isn't designed to just pick up ladies because that's not all it takes to pick up women to, to well, go I mean, after that one thing. If I can point out that the three of us all have ladies. Mm -hmm. we do so, <laughs> we must we do we must know something mm -hmm. wow well, no i think mine is just very kind i don't know if i know anything wow i don't know i, I know enough to talk to talk to a lady yeah i've talked to a number of ladies over my lifetime <laughs> you know could you talk to another one no no i don't know if that'd be so <laughs> I, meant, I, meant not, talk. I didn't say anything else noonan mm -hmm. No, I don't leave the house, Craig. I don't. I, I, don't. Told, my, I told my wife. I talked to day, you and Cody. Dude, I told my wife the other day. I was like, I don't think I've seen a woman under the age of like forty, other than you, in uh, a year. And uh, wow. I wonder, like, is like, yeah, it's like because you moved to I, the suburbs. Where would I see one? <laughs> aren't there? Aren't there suburban women under forty? You can't. You can't count girls that are under like 12 all right so there's like toddlers and then there's well, who had those 12 year olds who had that well yeah but the mom i don't know okay the, I, the moms typically i don't think there's that cody many there's gonna be a lot of questions now i i noonan and i can trade um yeah, go ahead the first one go ahead i'm taking you, a sip 
Do you go grocery store shopping at all? No, we order it. It's delivery. Curbside okay. uh, pickup, they put it in the back of our... Actually, uh, uh, a young lady did load my trunk the other week, and no, that's not a euphemism. Uh, sure and, like uh, I got... Your... <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I've been working with you too long. I had to... I knew, I knew where it was going to go. Well, I was hoping it was a euphemism. Yeah. I wasn't because it doesn't sound like a fun one. Why? Mm -hmm. Sounds like a anyway, you continue. Read, maybe you need to read that chapter again. I guess I do. Uh, Craig, I believe you you uh, forgot about the previous analysis that it, our expert Ron mentioned, but stuff. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Just let that just let that sit there. This is a wildly different episode than last week, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. It is. It's a little more lighthearted, fun. So wait, I'm still waiting. Craig, you said Cody had a, had something he wanted to bring up that you were you thought the uh, not the butt stuff, which I think right. Cody, I, Cody well, has I brought up ad nauseum. <laughs> yes, apparently uh, Cody should write his own book, and it's just going to be titled that. Um, Listen, I I think it's a nice change of pace. I don't think we've ever explored that on the program before. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't want to explore that with either of you. I'm just going to be honest. You can explore amongst yourselves. Well, all right. Be narrow minded if you need to. Okay, I will. I'll tap out. Um, I mentioned video games, and I thought Cody would talk about GameStop for two and a half hours, and we would just leave yeah, the show. But he didn't do it. Well, we have, he started on the book. Yeah, video games, Cody. All right, video games is a topic. I, what, what's in your mind? Let's bring this up because I don't. I know Cody wants to talk about this GameStop stock and Reddit guys and all this, and I'm going to be honest. I read a bunch of stuff today on it. I don't know the stock market at all, which is a sad thing to say, but I think I'm like a lot of people in America. I'm not in the stock market. So I understand, you know, uh, some people buy long, some people buy short. Uh, I know there were guys on Reddit who were mad at the uh, hedge fund manager and then two guys from Illinois, two bazillionaires, one who just bought the Yankees or the, was it the Yankees or the Mets? No Who'd one just buy? bought the Yankees. Huh? Someone just bought the Mets. No one just bought it's the Mets. It's the Mets. Okay. So one of the Illinois uh, guys who came to this hedge fund manager's rescue is one of the guys who just bought the Yankees or the uh, the Mets. Right. The Mets. The Yankees the Mets. are not for sale. I understand. Um, but I, other than that, I don't, you know, uh, I don't get it. I know now they're trying to do it with AMC movie theater stock too. So go ahead, oh. Cody. Explain, yeah, explain what's going on in the world of high finance when I'm still do it, trying do to do it through the world of the, the housing bubble crash. Cause that's what other people do. Oh, is that right? I think yeah. so. When we talk about shorting a stock, we usually go to the shorts and the mortgages, right? Is that right? There's movies. There's movies. Uh, Steve Carell is in one of them. It's very good. I would like um, to watch the big short and I know I would learn a lot. Um, I watched the big short. It was very interesting. Yes. See, and I'm, I actually haven't, I like, I know what it's about, but I haven't seen it, but, but I'm, I'm really uh, blessed, fortunate because my mom actually like parked me and my sister down when we were like 10 years old and like, literally it was like a Sunday night. And she's like, I want to teach you about the stock market. You, you need to learn about investing oh. like right now, because the wow. number one asset that a person has, the oh. number one asset anyone has when it comes to investing in anything is time. So the earlier you learn about it, the, the better off you That's, are. You're just wrong. You just got it wrong. Oh, I yeah. failed every assignment you've ever been given by mom. <laughs> the number one most important thing to investing is money. It's number yes. two is time. Ooh. If you don't have any money, time is irrelevant to how successful I am in the stock market. Yeah. If you invest a dollar and it doubles every year, I mean. If I have no money. If you have no money. But I'm just, right. Um, 
so uh so to understand what's happening with gamestop you have to understand what a short sale is do you know what that is craig Ooh, he put you on the spot you're counting on something to do poorly so you buy it at one price expecting it to drop and sell it at, i think you sell it before you buy it is that right yeah, you effectively borrow shares. So let's say right. Brian wants to buy 100 shares of GameStop. And Craig, you have 100 shares of GameStop, but you're just hanging on to it. So I say, hey, Craig, let me borrow uh, Let me, let me, let me, me borrow your 100 shares of GameStop. I'll give it back to you in like a month. I'll sign a contract. You, you get it in a month. You're like, yeah. okay, why not? So I take the 100 shares and I say, here you go, Brian. Here's all these shares you want to give me, you know, market price, 20 bucks a share. Great. You give me all the money. I've got all this money. It's great. I've got all these shares. Well, a month later, I've got to give you your shares back. And I'm hoping that a month later, I, I can just go to the market and be like, oh, there's 100 shares of GameStop. I'll pay 10, 10 bucks a piece for them. And then I buy them at a lower price than Brian paid me for them. And then I give them back to you, Craig. And then you're like, oh, great. I got my shares back. That's what a short is. That's uh, a great way to explain it. Or you sell them before you buy them work too. But no, that was yours was good. Uh, well, you know, I, but it does involve borrowing. Um, and, but that's important. That's an important fact because you, you have to give them back like that. That it has to happen. Right. And that's, what's created the situation. Hedge funds, uh, have this, uh, way of pretty much manipulating the market. It, it's pretty nefarious. you be the judge. They'll buy a bunch of shorts of a stock of a company they don't think is doing well. So right now that's any retail company, Bed Bath & sure. Beyond, GameStop. AMC. There's so many, like they're not making money, obviously. So we'll just, we'll just sell a bunch at the current price. And then in a month they'll be down. So we'll make money. The problem is hedge funds also then go on CNBC as analysts and they go on and they're like, Oh, GameStop's not worth anything. Yeah. They're going to be blah, blah, blah. So it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. They're basically kind of like pumping out propaganda. This is true. This is true. Watch CNBC any day. Nobody's they, arguing with you, Cody. Yeah, I'm just saying. Pumping up <laughs> Shut up. It's not true. To, Liar. To, to All right. Craig's arguing with you, Cody. So they've been doing this for years, right? Well, someone on Reddit, uh, there's a there's a like a meme Reddit called Wall Street Bets. And all these people mostly joke around the stock market. They'll occasionally talk like real stuff, but they'll make these like crazy trades where they'll they'll buy some stock that they think is undervalued and it'll blow up. And that's what they call it Wall Street Bets. And um, what they noticed was. GameStop's uh, short supply was so high, the hedge funds got a little ahead of themselves. So 140% of the stock is shorted right now. That's more than all of it. That's all the stock plus a whole bunch of the stock. So the guys on Reddit said, well, the guys on Reddit said, you know, that they were like, you know what? If we all buy the stock and the stock price goes up, then when these hedge fund contracts, when these shorts expire in like mid to late January, they will have to pay whatever price GameStop is to get these stocks to honor their contracts. Uh, and so everyone started buying. And now hedge funds are literally going bankrupt because they would they sold these stocks at like 20 bucks a share in early January. And now the stock is like 350 a share. And if they took out, and actually uh, aggregately Friday, 20 million shares that have been shorted have to be purchased. So there are 20 million shares that will have to be bought at whatever price the stock is at on Friday, whether that's 300, 500, $1,000 a share based on their initial investment of $20 a share. Billions of tens of billions of dollars are going to be lost by hedge funds this week. Um, and it was, it was basically Reddit just kind of looked and they were like, you, you guys, you guys completely screwed yourselves.
Like you, they just, they just shorted way too much. So I got, I got real confused in there, Noonan. Did you? I'm Did sorry. You? What? what? I took a nap. Wait, really? Well, the, the biggest problem I had uh, goes back to your example, explaining how to short something to us a while ago. Because the way I said it now seems to be right. And the way you said it wrong, um, because borrowing didn't seem relevant. How could you over borrow? If I had apples and you wanted to borrow apples to give them to Noonan, you couldn't take more apples than I had in borrowing. You know, there it's a tangible thing. But if you I would had give apples, you all the apples and I had apples and my wife had, a, and, and he borrowed those apples from everybody. Now right. he's got everybody. He's got, if, because the orchard, the, is, the orchard is split up into bushels of apples. Okay. So everybody's but, apple, but everybody's bushel is a share of that stock. Right. What I'm trying to say is at no point could Cody get to 140% of our apples because like he'd only get to hundred percent. There's no way he could overdo in borrowing the more apples than yeah, there is. A, there is only so much stock. Right. So, where did, so they, that's my, where did they manufacture that other 40%? So this is my question about the borrowing thing. There's so many different ways for us to do this now. We all do it in some imaginary situation in where no one actually trades anything. So when you said that you have to borrow, you don't, apparently. You just say you're going to borrow from somebody, and then we accept that on Wall Street, and that's cool. Because to get to 140%, you can't be using real things. These are is imaginary this Bitcoin, things. Does, it have, does this have anything to do with Bitcoin? It does. I think it has everything. Does I it? Do. It's Not all Bitcoin. cyber. Um, I, I believe, and I don't understand the stock market that well, but I believe the idea is you can borrow more than once. So you can like borrow something, and then it gets borrowed again, and that's how they- oh, can't do that with it. apples. And I think actually, Craig, the other thing is that like, it depends on when the contracts expire. Cause like some of the contracts will expire this Friday. Some will expire the following oh. Friday, et cetera, et cetera. All um, right. But the, so the yeah, thing but then is, who owns it? I don't know who owns it. No, exactly. Nobody. Nobody. Um, Nobody owns it. But what's ridiculous about it is a lot of people in the media are like, oh, it's a pump and dump. Um, a pump and dump is, is when, when people- Are we going back to the sex yeah, that's, guy? I think that's from Ron. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you meet a lady at a bar and then you never see her again. That's why all those books are trash, because someone somewhere wrote a pump and dump as one of the moves. I just can't believe that twice so far we've used that term, and I <laughs> haven't said it. No, I may be guilty of it, but I have never said it. But we've said butt <laughs> stuff three times. So, well, no, 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 not we. <laughs> yeah, right. Noonan and I have said that none, none times. No, you said it once. Did I? Okay. It's very important. But, right. um, but it's different than Bitcoin because Bitcoin was just pure speculation, right? It was just like, oh, we think it'll go up, so it goes up. This this, this is speculative. There's a lot of that. But th there is, like, you got to pay the piper. And this week and the next week when more contracts expire, like, you got to pay the piper. There is a finite, like, there is, an, there is a built into the market, a mathematical necessity for these shares to have to move. The price is going to go up. And so that's why you're seeing it go up and up and up. These hedge funds are trying to snatch up whatever stocks they can. Meanwhile, Reddit is like, you hedge funds, you cause the 2008 crash. You screw Americans all the time. You basically bury companies. Like they were If they had had their way, they'd have just destroyed GameStop. Like that's not cool. There's 50,000 people that work for GameStop. Those are American jobs. It's right. all US based, right? Like it's garbage. They're like, we're done with you. And so you get to now uh, reap what you sowed. And these hedge funds are just losing billions. And it's, it's, uh, it's a huge ideological war. And a lot of these guys on Reddit are literally buying stock just to screw them over. They don't even care about making profit. Right. Like, we well, now today, AMC's stock was up 200%. Wow. So, so it's different. There's a, there's, so that's another highly shorted stock. Um, Correct. Uh, a lot of Redditors are targeting highly shorted stocks. AMC, Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, this is not investment advice, by the way. 
Uh, I'm just saying that those are generally, now the thing is, none of those stocks are being shorted to the extent that GameStop is. GameStop is like such an extraordinary case. You know, when your mom was sitting you and your sister down to talk about investing, um, I had no frame of reference as to what it was, but I do remember a story about a girl on YouTube, a little kid. She was like 12 or something at the time. I think it was Yahoo, actually. It wasn't YouTube. I don't think YouTube was even around. There was some sort of finance section where people gave advice, and she somehow convinced that community that she was a financial expert. She was some adult human. She was doing interviews and stuff. All of this in like grade school and or high school at a, a certain... She made a crap ton of money, I almost said a different word, mm. off of her own, as you said a second ago, her own advice. She'd buy something, tell everyone to buy it. It would inevitably go up because she had a pretty big... Uh, at that point, amount of influence, and then she'd make a crap ton of money off of it. And they, I don't know how long it took for people to find out she was a child, but that that's all it takes in, in Wall Street. You just, I don't, I don't get, I need to invest though. Are you invested in things other than Bitcoin, Cody? I am invested in the stock market and, and, and most of it, like the, so actually the vast majority of, um, there's a couple of ways to invest, Craig. There's you buy an individual stock. I'm going to go buy mm -hmm. Apple. I'm going to buy Disney, whatever. Or you can basically invest in the market. There are these exchange trade funds where you're basically just you're just buying a, a broad category. If the stock market does well, you do well, right? Um, okay. uh, statistically, the vast majority of the time, if you just like get stock in the general stock market, like you're just gonna do well because it's the America. But that's that's what uh, that's what all of our retirement accounts are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that that's the smart. That is actually statistically, people have, like Freakonomics has done stuff on this. That's the smart way to invest. Um, mm -hmm. You hear stories about people buying Apple and it goes up 500%. You uh, buy GameStop, it tripled. And it, you hear those in like the American dream. You want to be the guy that like, you know, becomes an overnight millionaire. Um, that's mm -hmm. not typically how it works. GameStop, this is a once in a lifetime situation. Like this will literally never happen again. Uh, the Securities and Exchange Commission, first of all, will probably prevent it from happening again. But second of all, right now it's a perfect storm of people really pissed at hedge funds people being very desperate and willing to take risks because we're in a pandemic and everyone's broke. This is real. Uh, and, uh, and, and thirdly, like the, the math just kind of works out. And the crazy thing is the hedge funds are still taking out shorts. Like a week went by, GameStop skyrockets. They're like, wow, we're going to get screwed on our shorts. And then the hedge funds are like, well, what would be a good idea? Let's buy more shorts. And like, they're kind of right. I mean, the stock will eventually go down and it will be smart but it creates more of the Wall Street bets people coming in. So it becomes mm -hmm. this chicken and the egg and it's just going to keep going. Buy more shorts, buy more stock, buy more shorts, buy more stock. So the sky's the limit. I mean, this thing could go to a, like infinity in the next like week. I am not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but- Oh, it's fine. This, this is all, we did a great job. We, we explained this very well. Um, I'm just curious if the money kept getting like thrown at GameStop, can they just do stuff with it? Like eventually, did they get a check? for all their all the selling of their stuff does it does it somehow get back to the people or is this money just going to go into the investors hands they've just been no commenting they won't say okay. anything about it so i don't know what's going on Probably can they release more stock if they were a company that could make more stock right now is the time release more of your stock people you can but i think i think it i think maybe gamestop's looking at it as like if we do anything it could change the momentum and right now things are good like i don't know i want to get to a place where we struggled with 2020 and 2021 and then this happened, and the dude who sold me a video game this year is a millionaire. I just want him to someday, like, because that would make the last two years make the most sense ever. If, like, that dude who's been high 95% of his life uh, is now way more wealthy than I'll ever be.
Brian, what are your thoughts on this? You, you, you said you've read a little bit about it. Listen, I am so uh, far removed from the financial world that it's it's not even funny. It, uh, I I don't understand any of it. I mean, I get I get the stock market. I'm not involved, unfortunately. So it's uh, to me, it's all it's all a world that I am not I am not privy to, which is unfortunate. But uh, yeah, Green does tell me that the uh, stock market think, is a secondary market. I think it is. I think it's great that they're putting the putting the screws to these guys because that that is what happened when we had the as Craig pointed out the housing crisis. We bring that back in, we circle circle back around to the housing crisis. Steve Carell, Christian Bale, Big Short, watch it, great movie. Right. So, listen, these these guys on Reddit, they got the dough to you know to spread the word, and they're buying the stock. It's all what they're doing is legal, just the hedge funds don't like it. And now this guy, uh, the one guy that I saw profiled today, where the two Illinois billionaires or you know multimillionaires had to come in and help him out. I don't know. He's had a really good record, but again, that's a really good record making money for his rich clients. Mm -hmm. Not a really good record helping anybody else. And for you know for for every person that is in the stock market, there's a number of people who are not in the stock market. So you hear about this kind of thing, and you're like. I don't know. You know, I'm going to join the stock market during this show. <laughs> What's that? I mean, I'm going to I'm going to buy a stock during this show Are right you? now. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm not in the stock market, Noonan. Let's get in. Let's you and I get in. What are we going to buy? Got, do you got a little bit of disposable money? You got a dollar? That's all Cody said we needed. Did he say we only needed a dollar? Mm -hmm. Well, that's that was one of the first things I debated him on. Is he said it was more important time than money to be mm -hmm. an investor, and I said no, you needed money first. But I think but he said something about a dollar. You can buy a penny stock. No penny stocks. I, I was told they're all awful. They are almost all awful, but maybe they're not. Buy, buy a, a penny stock, stock goes up to three bucks. Right. You know, buy a dollar in it, you get a couple hundred bucks. All right. Which which uh, which website should I use, Cody? Uh, I don't know. Rob the twenty one best stocks to buy. I'm I'm gonna figure some stuff out, guys. Are a lot of people like Robinhood. That's very popular. Um, all right. But they, they've kind of gamified stock um, trading, and some people, they're coming under fire. Wait, wasn't Robin Hood in uh, Silicon Valley? He was in tights, actually. No, I know, but wasn't that one of the companies in Silicon Valley? Oh, oh the TV oh, show? Oh, like yes. TV show? I didn't, was it? Oh, no, it was Pied Piper. Pied Piper's the main one, but I think right. there was a Robin something. There was a Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah, Robinhood. No, Robinhood is really popular. I don't know much about it. Um, TD Ameritrade's <laughs> been around forever. They managed yeah, that's where I'm going. Stuff. TD uh -huh. Ameritrade. Uh, um, there's one called um, Investment Brokers or Interact Interactive Brokers. Um, that's another one. Oh, what TD Ameritrade is the, the Ricketts. They're big Trump supporters. Okay. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't really care uh, who the website supports. <laughs> that, that's that is nothing. I want to be able to purchase a stock by the end of this program. I think Molly's that's got some. Molly's got a couple shares of Disney stock that somebody gave her when she was a kid. Hmm. Okay. So she's in the stock market. Somebody who's somebody, Noonan. I, I don't remember. A grandparent oh. or somebody. I thought that was a very long pat on your own back. I thought no, you no, bought no, the no. Disney stock. Please. If I had given it to her, I'd have sold it years ago. <laughs> it's still worth a lot of it's I think you would have made a horrible mistake. Apparently, my 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 grandfather, who who was a stock market player and did very well for himself and did extremely well for himself and did he write a book? Very happy dude. Didn't write a book, but he uh, apparently at one point owned so much Apple stock. That if he had hung on to it for like 10 years, he would have been a billionaire. 
Um, but he didn't think it was going to go. If only he could write a pickup artist-esque book for the stock market. Then this would be as cyclical as we could make this conversation. That would have been mm. great. Mm. Well, I don't know if it'd be that cyclical. We'd, we'd have to add one more thing. I think you know what that is. <laughs> I think you know. If that. it involves your grandfather and butt stuff, I quit the show. doesn't involve my grandfather and butt stuff, but it does involve just the second one. Where's Brian <laughs> keep going? Is he doing all right? I think he's trying to fix Facebook. Oh. Buying a, st a stock is much harder than I want it to be right now. Mm. Yeah, I believe it's pronounced stonk. <laughs> this week, are you still? I love this show. Last week, I love it. <laughs> we can't hear you. You can't hear. Who can't we hear? Oh, now we can. There we go. No, I went away to see. I'll have it all fixed. There's some. There is. Some, there. We are definitely not connected on Facebook, and I've tried. I've tried everything I can while I'm still part of this, so I'll have to go I'll have to go in and mess with it tomorrow. But we are live, and the pod and the audio will be posted as always uh, tomorrow. Oh, we hey, have about as many people watching as we usually do on Facebook. So whatever you yeah. posted on there, I think people found their way. Yeah, I saw, we put a nice link on there. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's not that I I don't see the importance of this whole stock market thing. I come no, from no, no, a long line of people who have not invested in the stock market. Let's not talk about it anymore. We don't care. Uh, let's talk about Detroit style pizza and how it's an abomination. So I've never heard of this uh, monstrosity. First Detroit all, style is the newest pizza from the Pizza Hut. Go ahead, Noonan. No, well, it's the newest pizza from Pizza Hut, but it is it is a style that has been around for a long time. Uh, a Why? chain that uh, if you lived, if you were, this is, this is like Dr. Who. Have you ever been to Detroit? No, I've, I know it's, I know it's been around a while. I know Detroit ruined pizza, just like Chicago tried to, but Detroit takes it up a notch. If Chicago pizza is in my opinion, a sandwich and not pizza, this Detroit oh. thing is like someone vomited out pizza. First of all, Chicago has a number of styles of pizza. So for you to, no, 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 no. Yes. No, oh, come it, on. No, it Tavern doesn't. Stop it. Wait, Tavern what? pizza it's, is a style. Pan pizza is a style. One, one style that it's known for throughout the world. And then within Chicago, Illinois, there's a bunch of other places that serve other styles of pizza that happen to be in Chicago. Some no. of them are New York style. Yes. No. Chicago so, has now, one listen, style of pizza. That is, that is, I can't believe you live here and say that. That is I, so I, wrong. That would be like me saying that every pizza in New York is a dollar slice that I got in Brooklyn when I first got there. That would be it's great. not. That would be great. It's it's fine pizza. A dollar really, slice of cheese really pizza good. is fine. You know, it, but I'm sure, not saying I didn't need. I'm not saying that child, other pizza doesn't exist in Chicago. Chicago has many types of pizza. Correct. They're not Chicago style just because they're created in Chicago. That's not how well, that works. The market, the marketing has made uh, deep dish the quote unquote Chicago Tavern style pizza. pizza exists so many places throughout this country that Chicago doesn't get to claim Tavern pizza as one of its styles. Mm. This is true. They didn't invent Tavern pizza. Are you I sure? I used to get Tavern pizza at the uh, pizza place. My mother would work. My mother worked at the community college in New Jersey and there was a little Tavern pizza place connected to the college. And I used to get pizza there at like 10 years old in Jersey. And that was Tavern style, Chicago's Tavern style. Uh, in some like, you know, college shop. Well, all I know is I'm looking at the internets mm -hmm. and it says known as party cut or tavern cut. This crisp square cut style emerged in Midwest taverns after world war two, according to Rose Baracco, George, that's, that's weird. Why didn't it say Chicago? Huh? 
Why did it say Midwest and not Chicago? I don't know. Because that you now you're just claiming all the now you're like every Chicago person that pretends everywhere downstate doesn't count. I'm going off the books. I'm going off the rails right now. Wow. You you come in with your uh, your uh, your hot takes about Chicago pizza as a guy who didn't grow up in Chicago. Mm. Now you're just a transient living here. You got uh, <laughs> no real ties to well, the hold city. On, the point is to crap on Detroit style, which is if someone vomited Chicago style pizza up, that is what that pizza is. And for whatever reason, Pizza Hut and some other places seem to think that it's good to invest in creating this as an option for Americans throughout the world, throughout the country. I think that's terrible. I think they need to stop immediately. Everyone needs to eat pizza the correct New York style way and have other sandwiches or items that we don't call pizza, but we have new names. We just need like to name stuff. the other products. Like butt stuff. <laughs> this is this is the problem with the majority of people who hail from New York. All right. They believe that everything in New York is the only way to do things. Now, I I enjoyed going into uh Greenwich Village and eating uh I wish I could now I can't remember the name. It's a it's a famous pizza place in Greenwich Village. Okay. On, uh, and, and it was fantastic. Great pizza. Does that mean that that's the only pizza that is any good in the land? Absolutely not. Now, I will admit, I was not a, uh, I hadn't really heard of Detroit style. But then the chain Jets, you know Jets Pizza? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They are known for their Detroit style pizza. Interesting. And it's, for those who don't know, it's kind of a pan pizza, but the crust is a little bit spongier. Um, yeah. It's cut in squares. It's sacrilegious, it, you know, hold, hold on. It's right. fine. It's not my first choice. It's probably my third choice oh. of pizza. So wait, what I want to know, what, what, what is what Craig, what is a good pizza to you? A good slice of pizza. One is a triangle shape. Like every Ninja Turtle ever consumed. They never ate a square at no point on that cartoon show. Did anyone ever like get thrown a square? Squares it was always delivered in a sewer and they didn't have any class. Yeah. Squares are fun. <laughs> no, squares are, squares are atrocious. Uh, for many, many reasons, you the highest wrong. of them, the highest of them being the fact that you don't get crust on every slice. That is just idiotic. It's idiotic. Pizza comes with crust. That's a thing. I'm okay. going to, I'm going to give you that. I don't like the middle pieces. Yeah. No one does. They, they do. literally don't get eaten do. on pizzas ever. That's they're half of what's in our food landfills right now is the middle section of square cut pizza. No, it is I, atrocious. No, I used to dislike that. And now, and then I saw the light. And now I eat. Now you're a troll. You're trolling right now. Not, you don't I, like it at all. I know. I literally, I never used to like it. And then I was like, oh, I'll just start to get your hands get messier, which I don't like. I hate when my hands get messy. Uh, Slap Craig in the face with a New York slice. I love this. I love when this happens because I've done this in the Midwest on radio now a bunch of times saying how Midwest pizza sucks and people always attack me. But uh, the people in New York don't. Well, you're wrong. We you're, you're wrong. We have 30 people pizza on the stream right now. Hold on. I have a request for all 30 of the people watching right now. Every single person comment one comment. If you've never commented before, I want your comment virginity on this comment. Wow. Tell me if you like the middle section of a square cut pizza. Literally yes. No, we're gonna, just, I will say no. Debbie eats the middle pieces. Middles are the best. Okay. I've got two. We're, we're going to, we're ha going to have like 25 to five. If everybody who's being silent comments and says just one time, that they but think middles are point, terrible. Your point, just because you don't like the middle pieces and I don't like the middle pieces, doesn't mean that the middle We're doing an experiment. <gasps> 31 people. Just say yes. It doesn't <laughs> mean the pizza sucks. Do you hate middle 
pizza pieces in a square cut pizza. Yes or no? All right. Comment right now. I want all about how the pizza is cut, not the pizza itself. Love the middle pieces. This is trolls. Now I'm getting trolled. Great. Wow. You are. I'm sorry. Did do you have some thoughts on the election too? I do. Yes, it was rigged. No, I'm kidding. It was definitely not. It was definitely, definitely not rigged. I am. Uh, no, I, I might not like eating the middle piece, but that doesn't mean that the pizza itself is subpar. It's been ruined. It's been ruined since half of it's no. not edible. No, I can eat the entire pizza in a circle cut, a square or a, a triangle cut circle of beautiful, Maybe delicious crust. You are afraid to broaden your horizons. No, no, I've, I've tried all kinds of pizza and most of them mm. are an abomination. Yeah, but you hold maybe, on. I, I still never drilled down to what Craig likes. So you like triangles and like what else? What it's is gotta be it's gotta be a, a, a thin slice of pizza with a with a good, a generous amount of sauce. There's gotta be some drippy cheese situations. A little bubble is actually my favorite. You gotta have the right amount of of flour and other things kind of on the bottom end of the pizza. There's gotta be some grease, some decent amount. Like if you pick it up and fold it in a half. Which is how you're supposed to eat pizza, by the way. You're supposed to fold it in half. You are a monster. It needs it needs to leak. Rolling. It needs to leak grease and beautiful things. And then you eat the slice of pizza, and life is good. And any who's, other who's version. Who's trolling now? Who's trolling I'm not now? Trolling. Needs, he asked me how I like pizza. I like to, it the way that it's supposed to be. It needs to leak grease and beautiful things. You know what else yes. you would like, Craig? You know what else you would like, Craig? Butts. Don't do it. I knew he was going to do it. There it is. I didn't want it. There Listen, it is. I don't want to get, I, I I believe you are fundamentally in error. <laughs> I am, but I'm not, listen, I, I don't have the energy to argue with someone who is that Passionate. far off the scale. I, oh, I just, you know, now either or let's get back to your, let's get back to your Detroit style, which was your premise right. at the beginning before yeah, you decided fine. to, uh, uh, pull down your britches and defecate all over uh, our pizza. Now, I'm going to grant you that I have had horrible pizza in my time, but it's normally when I'm not when I'm not in the city. If I am in some small burg and I mm -hmm. try their local pizzeria, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that's all over the country. Correct. That's why there's a great pizza place in South Bend, Indiana. By the way, South Bend, Indiana is a place that you would assume every pizza place is trash, but there's why? one. Why delicious pizza assume, shop. Why would you assume? Because it's Thai. It's Thai. It's not a big place. They're not going to make great pizza, as Noonan just Never said. No, all it takes is one person who has some. Rocco knowledge. is that guy. Rocco from New York okay. is that guy in South Bend, Indiana, making delicious, delicious pizza. Oh. Try out Rocco's pizza if you go to South Bend. New York is. If New, listen, I notice you don't live in New York. I'm trying. I, Are I would you desperately? Want, yeah, the wife finally said it's okay to shoot for jobs. The places I want to live. Uh, and so we're going New Jersey, New York. These are the, this is the hope. Wow. I know. I hope to have an update sometime on the quarantine cast about a new gig in New Jersey and or New York. Yes. More like WrestleMania. WrestleMania, New Jersey, New York. Burn, I know. Burn, 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 I want to be Jersey too, by the way, which most New Yorkers would make fun of me for too, but I'd rather be Jersey than New York. Really? Yeah. Well, I was born there and I'd like to get on the, I told Betty, I wept Noonan, Noonan, Cody. I wept. Uh oh, I told Betty. That if I could hop on a train and get to a Yankee game, like if I could tell her at like five, six o'clock at night, you know, obviously pandemic's over at this point and everything's back to normal. And I'd be like, you know, you, you want to hit a Yankee game? And she'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll go to a Yankee game with you. Hop on a train and go. That's a life dream. I don't care what I'll do any job if I can do that every so often. 
So that's mm-hmm. all I need, guys. The problem is with any job in New York, just saying right. I'd do any job, you couldn't afford to go to a Yankee game. You could barely afford your uh, your right. Metro card. I couldn't Boom. even afford to get on the train. Right. I'd be cool. taking the taking something else. Well, I still have an unused, uh, you know, a portion of an unused Metro card in my wallet. I'll give you. Ooh, Ooh I'll take I it. Think I got a couple rides on it still. Good, good. A From portion of an unused Metro card. I maxed out my Ventra card, and they wouldn't let me continue employer contributions because I have more than four hundred dollars on my Ventra card. Oh, that's what happened. Well, that was a weird brag. Commuting to work. I'm never going to use it. Who wants four hundred? I'll sell it to you for three hundred dollars cash. I will sell you my. $400 Ventra balance. We changed. Oh. There was a minute there where you were just offering it out. Then I had Very to pay annoying. you. I hate that company. Holy cow. More than Craig hates pizza. Brian, did it? Am I wrong? But when Craig was talking about the perfect pizza, he literally just described pizza. Well, it's got to have sauce. It's got to have flowers. Yeah. Have- no, no. It's got to have a generous amount of sauce. A lot of mm. people uh, under sauce their pizza. Mm. That's, that's a big problem. The greasiness. See, that's. I there's there's places around and I I don't eat the quote unquote Chicago style pizza very often. I do enjoy it on occasion, yeah, but I only know. from a couple places. Um, I I eat mostly thin crust or tavern cut ta- tavern crust pizza. That's like just, a good human, right? That's how I was brought up. That's what we right. eat. And right. I always find a local place. I'll try a like every time I move, I have to try a few places, and. Actually, this is part of an essay that I wrote for an upcoming book that'll be coming out that John Carruthers is putting together about um, pizza. He's doing all sorts of recipes. He's modeling the book after an old church cookbook, you know, that the parishes would put together where everybody gives their recipe. Well, he asked a number of pizza people and chefs to do recipes, and then he asked other people, myself included, to write a pizza essay. So my essay was Pizza, A Love Story. And it will be coming out in the book. So I will, when the book is, when the book is finished, I will let you know. But the point is, I, I'm not any different from anybody else. The first thing I ask when I move into a new place is I'll ask the neighbors, where's a good place to get pizza? Mm -hmm. And then you try a bunch of, a bunch of local places. And I've found like at our last place, there were, there were three real good ones. So it was whenever we would decide to order, it was all right, which, what are we in the mood for? And here, here there's, there's one there. The one is our pretty much solid go-to. It's a little Wait a minute dream. though. I, I want to go back for a second. You said you had Bleecker street pizza, right? Mm-hmm. That's the place in Greenwich village where you yeah. had pizza. Yeah. Okay. That was, was Joe's, way. Joe's. Was it Joe's? I think it was. Okay. Joe's. That's yeah. That's another one. That's some of the best pizza in the world. You can't say that most places have pizza to that level. Correct. It depends. Yeah, I will. Now, if no. I lived if I lived no. near Bleecker Street, because I've I've been at Joe's twice. First time good. it was first time it was fantastic. The second time it was okay. just good. You can have an off day. I think everybody can have an off sure. day, but like nine times out of ten, that's going to be the best the the fantastic version. It mm. was it was really really good. I enjoyed it immensely. Does that mean that one of the places that I go here is inferior? Absolutely not. Yes, there can be there can be a number no, no. of excellent oh, pizzas. I'm sorry, Noonan. If you were in charge of the Olympics, everyone would get a gold medal, and it would That's be a boring true. thing to watch. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying of the pizzas that I hold to that level, uh-huh. and there's I'm thinking of I'm thinking of two right now. 
that are my like the top of my list. One I one I live too far from to get. It's out near where I grew up. In New York City, yeah. I no, know. no, no. And one is here. Now, you know, so uh, those two and Joe's, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put equal. That doesn't mean these are, you know, the local ones are not less. By no. any stretch. No, and the only reason the only reason your brain is doing that is because one's more achievable than the other one. No, that's the that's only reason true. your brain's doing that. Not true. Not true. Yes, it is. Yes, not it is. True. By the no. way, the audience totally failed me. Most people didn't vote. I begged everyone to break their comment virginity and tell us if they like middle slices. You just don't and like that the people who did comment said they like the middle slices. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised with the cast of regular characters who comment on things that they turned against me, but let's get let's get the uh, the quieter people involved. Am, Come I'm on. I'm actually surprised you, that usually I'm the lightning rod for uh, negativity. I'm also surprised, Brian, that you're taking Craig seriously at all. Hey, you, I, by now, you if it was I'm me, not, I no. called him out. I called him out on being a troll with his hot takes, oh, his no. hot radio takes. Yeah. I, I enjoy arguing pizza. I'm I'm very serious about my take, by the way. You really make me want pizza. Dude, last Friday we ordered uh, Pizza Hut. You know what? If I want a good pepperoni pizza, Pizza Hut just does it, right? Like, I don't care. They're big box. They're square pizza. Oh, shut up, both of you. Pizza Hut, pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut's delicious. Put in the comments that you agree with me. I will once again be champion supreme you know, of this podcast. I haven't often felt like there's a good demonstration of what it feels like when I do the beer talk with you guys. But that was it. When uh, when I don't know anything about beer, and both of you are talking about like the very fancy beer you just had, that's Cody's take on Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut's good. Pizza Hut. No, it's not. Pepperoni when I pizza. lived in Sparta, Illinois, the only pizza available to me was Pizza Hut, unless mm -hmm. I got my Tombstone Pizza at Kroger for my uh, laundry night yeah. uh, home cooking. Yeah, I ate a lot of Pizza Hut because it was all that was there. Mm -hmm. One night when I was in Union Pier, Michigan, uh, drinking wine at my friend's house, we got. We drank a lot of wine, Debbie, myself, and my friend Marge. And uh, the only thing open was Pizza Hut. And drunk and desperate, that was the best pizza I had ever eaten. In that forty, in that whoa, forty minutes. Whoa! Wait, in you that threw 40, so many adjectives out that made listen, so much sense. Listen, how that sentence let ended. Let me finish drunk my desperate. Sentence. No, that's listen that's to my even listen. In that forty minutes that I ate that pizza. Yeah. Drunk and desperate, it was the best pizza ever. The next day, my feeling had changed 180 degrees. But in that moment, it was the best pizza I ever had. Mm -hmm. Producer Dan asked me if I'm going to cook another pizza on the show. This is something I did live on a radio show. I made a frozen tombstone pizza Noonan because I wanted, when we were broadcasting from home, I thought that'd be fun. I don't know if it worked, but maybe, maybe we'll make a show or a pizza on the show. And then also he said that his favorite pizza is someplace in Maryland that I'm not going to read because that's not New York City. It didn't end with an address in New York City. So, Dan, it doesn't count. Uh, Craig, did you... Uh, I know that uh, you probably experienced the recent snowstorm that we all did. Were your Correct. trash cans knocked over? <laughs> uh, I would have been updated immediately had it happened by any of the, the many weather people that, that broadcast to our community. Mm -hmm. uh, but my trash cans were secure. They were fine. Okay. Well, then it wasn't much of a storm now, was it? Now, no, Brian, it wasn't. I learned the trash cans, uh, speaking of trash, the, tra the people who live across the alley from me have moved their trash cans, and they don't have a garage. So their trash cans are out and making my making my hard turn into my garage very difficult. Mm. And yesterday, as I shoveled the drive the alley, which is the worst part of having to shovel, trying to shovel the alley, 
to so you can get out of your garage. I was like, mm, I ended up, I, I shifted their cans just a bit. Mm. That's not like euphemism. Well, no, so they don't have a garage, so they're not using the alley except mm. to block my my way with their well, cans. Brian, I learned uh, this week that when it snows a lot, you need to shovel the driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because plows come and then they make like a wall of snow and your car doesn't like that wall of snow. Even when it is a uh, vaguely colored of some sort, uh, Subaru, um, larger vehicle, it uh, is tough. Mm. I left the house today um, for an appointment and um, yeah, it was hard. Um, can I have a conversation with one of our listeners named Mike? Will you guys talk amongst yourselves about other things? Because Mike, no. That take is out there all over the place, and just no. What, Does it mean Chicago that there's less trash? It, there's less trash in the streets of Chicago than in New York City, but that's the only thing better about alleys. There's nothing else. But do you want to hang out in alleys, Mike? No, you don't. Do you stop? Do you want trash everywhere burning? A little bit extra for world renown. New York smells bad. It is a it city that smells bad. Like it smells like energy. Have you ever been to a basketball game? No, I've been to a like Bulls that. game. I don't like yeah, that. You're in Chicago. I, you sweat I at it. You have energy. You win championships if you're the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. New York smells like uh, like energy, like effort. That's what it smells like. It smells like desperation. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Anybody else? I don't know. This? I don't so know. Anyway, with, back to your driveway. Yes. Yeah, I knew I was thinking of you as I was shoveling. Yesterday's snow was uh, the Widowmaker. It was that wet, heavy snow. Mm -hmm. And thankfully now... The amount I have to shovel in the in the alley is much smaller than a driveway, and the rest of my shoveling was not bad. But I, I kept thinking, man, I wonder if you I wondered if you were going to shovel, because as as we pointed out last time, it snowed and you made one little path for your uh, postal carrier. So, but you're right. When the snow plows come, the end of your driveway is a nightmare. And I used to remember when I'd take the when I had a snow thrower, I'd be down there and it never failed. I would just finish and here comes the plow. So a lot of times I would just stand at the end of my driveway with my snow thrower and the plow would then swerve and, or lift his blade so that he didn't throw stuff on my driveway that I had just finished. Now, if I wasn't standing there, he would have covered it completely. But because I stood there, it was probably easier for him to say, you know what? I'm not going to kill this guy with frozen ice chunks. I'm just going to leave his driveway. I'm going to, I'm going to show mercy to this feeble old man. Well, I was going to, you know, it's snowing and I was going to go out and shovel. And then next thing, because it was like, what, Monday afternoon, I guess. And uh, and I walk over and my wife is like, oh, someone shoveled our sidewalk. It was like, what? Nice. I just like looked outside. Someone, so, I, so our neighbor has a snowblower. Maybe he just walked down the block and back, I guess. That's what I, what, that's what I used to do. I would do, I would go on the sidewalk and I would do like two houses on each side of me because our block was gigantic. But I would do my neighbors just this. I wouldn't do their driveways. Right. But I would do their the the, the main sidewalk. Right. Yeah. Well, I, since that was done, like I didn't really have to go out. And then, you know, it gets dark at 1 p.m. or whatever. So I, I was like, maybe tomorrow I'll shovel. And then I, I did. I did shovel some driveway today because we had to go in and out a couple of times. But man. I'm surprised you haven't hired a child from one of those apps you have to yeah. shovel for you. You mean to shovel or for something else? I don't <laughs> I order children shovel. on oh. apps, Craig. 
Didn't you? Wasn't there like a child, lawn mowing? What kid? child hiring apps does he? Are no, out there? wasn't there? Wasn't there a lawn mowing child at some point? They were early on in the house. They were high schoolers, not children. That's a child. That's not eighteen. That That's my friend true. is a child. Uh, Eighteen-year-olds can be in high school. Okay, high school maybe eighteen. I don't know. This feels. This feels well, like now you're lying. I, listen, I'd I'd hire a young adolescent to shovel snow. I, they don't have to be eighteen to shovel my snow. In fact, I will say this. There was a kid somewhere down the, I don't know where he lives, somewhere down the block. He was walking. He had a parent with him uh -huh. and he was shovel. He shoveled one shovel path from all the way down the block from corner to corner. So he was getting punished. Do you think? I don't know, but here's what got me mad because you know, I can't even let a good deed go. Mm -hmm. The person who was walking with him instead of walking behind him. So they didn't mash down and leave footprints in the unshoveled snow was walking in the unshoveled snow. Mm. Undoing so, all the good him. that this young man had done. Garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike, I do think you're evil. And I made a uh, uh, very crazy eyes when Cody said that people would do extra snow blowing. I would never do that. I just wouldn't Why? snow blow for others. I don't know. Wait, isn't that supposed wow, to be a you thing are. you're supposed to do? Because I'm a jerk, I guess. He's from New York and all they do is. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because he's inside arm. screaming that he can't get good pizza. No, hold on. Let me get I back to shoveling your snow. Hold on. Let's get back. Let's go back to the beautiful Chicago people that, that are mostly uh, fans of this thing. Mm -hmm. um, Dibs is very, very intelligent. Di every, Ooh. every, you should be able to do dibs. Any big city, if you shovel a huge path after a bunch of snow, I should have dibs on that area for a good amount of time. That's a thing. And so in the same vein, I'm not going to shovel your sidewalk. Is like I'm not going to shovel an extra parking spot. I get my dibs. Neighbor, what, what if you have a, a one? Oh, I see. agree. With, one, I agree with you on dibs. I know that surprises you. I actually won a debate last year at Goose Island. I <laughs> I destroyed a guy mm -hmm. with my pro dibs stance. Fantastic. There, but like I'll with a snow thrower. Like I now I don't because I just I, you know I'm one guy with a shovel and you know. But if I if I still had my snow thrower to walk down a couple houses for my neighbors to do the sidewalk, it's one thing down and one thing back. I would I have no problem doing that. Or if I had a neighbor who was elderly, See, don't do that one. Don't do that one because I, I would help out someone who can't. If there's someone that I live next to and they were a nice person, or I guess even if they weren't, uh, but they physically couldn't do it, and I had the snowblower, yes, in those situations I might be a little bit kind and help the person who's physically incapable all right other than that it's up to you bud cody's mm -hmm. a new homeowner he's got to learn the shoveling the snow blowing you can't just do it for him for no that but he's got to do his, up. he's got to do his driveway and the walk you know the from the driveway to the house that and the mm -hmm. steps that he's got to do all that himself but if somebody is going to walk down the public sidewalk and know. do it i don't know you know he's going to start moving in with his parents and eating avocado toast i can't no. help this millennial and I would hope that Cody would do the same when he finally gets a snow thrower that he, uh, you know, he goes to his, just does it. It's, it, it's no, it's nothing. It's no effort. Yeah. If, if, and when I get a snow, it, I can't get over snow thrower. I just never have ever heard that term. I had not until I bought mine and everybody called it a snow thrower. Hmm. Cause I had the big one with the augers. I had a monster. Nice. Oh like yeah. Said. Two augers. It was crazy. Mike in the chat saying, what is time limit on dibs? 69, Mm-hmm. Accurate. Just go with it. Okay. 
What I is the timeline? Listen, I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, yes, and but I also didn't shut it down. Look, so I, I just. I, I, I don't. Double if you check. want, if you want an answer to that question, just check out any Ariana Grande song that's very popular right now, and she answers it with the math she does. Um, I have wow, to go, gentlemen. That is, that is a weird deep cut. Explain that before you leave. Yeah, sixty nine. She's got a new. She's got a new song out. Have you have either? Does? You either of you listen to music? No, not Ariana Grande. Well, she, it's all over the radio. You listen to any? It's one of the most yeah. popular songs. Okay, terrestrial radio. It's dead. Yeah. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave on that note because uh, I'm I'm obviously now the odd man out who admitted to listening to too much uh, Ariana Grande. But if you Google it, 69 is technically the name. It's not actually the name of the song. Plug but yourself. The numbers add up to 69, Plug. and there's a reference at the end. Plug yourself. I was just mess ending Cody. Plug yourself. Anything you want to? Anything you want to talk about before you leave? Anything you need to um, plug? No, I've I've got nothing coming up, guys. I hopefully am moving to New York, New Jersey in the near future. But other than that, I got Before nothing. Next week? Maybe. You never know if the pizza's yeah. right. Listen, good luck. I always, yeah, are you gonna work at a pizzeria? You gonna work at sales in bed style? I, oh, I would take that job. I'd would take you a really? job. Any pizzeria in New York, I'd take that job. Because Mookie got fired, so you'd have you'd be the delivery yeah. guy? Yeah, I it's totally fine with me. I, I can do it. Okay. Uh however, I don't think it'd pay me enough to live in the city. So no, it doesn't. Yeah. That's going to be rough. I might even real jobs don't pay enough to live in the city. Right. I'm going to have to convince the wife to get a few roommates, which is not a fun argument, not a fun conversation. Oh my God, that would be the, that would be the absolute worst. What it, what it does. Yes. Yes. You get on that train and you go to that beautiful Yankee game and you bring your three roommates that you just what met from awful, Reddit. Awful life. That, that would is, be horrible. That sounds like hell. We have no kids. You are it's a just, grown two people. man. Christ. We're just two people. With a wife, you don't. Yeah, you can do to, it. Oh, no, Craig. Oh, have I ever God. told both of you? Oh, wait a minute. Have I? I I'm not going to go yet. Have I told both of yeah. you before that uh, I convinced Betty to move in with me and one of my college buddies uh, when I was still dating her before we got married? Uh, and I think actually maybe a little bit into the marriage, uh, we were living with my college buddy, and like it was working out great for me and for him. It wasn't perfect for Betty, uh, but it was it was doing pretty well. And I, I do think that that's kind of like TV shows make it look so appealing. And if you try it, have, if you've ever tried it, there's something nice about having an extra roomie. It's no. true. Yes, it is. Oh, you know, God. You know what? There's something nice is having space. You can rent like a four bedroom house in Des Moines for like 200 bucks a month. It's just so cheap. Yeah, but there. And Des Moines is a great city. And you, you know, Casey, you know, you know, but you, you know, the, the wife. Like, doesn't want to do everything you want to do. You know that there's some things like, you know, a, a, a video game that you want to hit for a couple hours. You got a buddy. You got a buddy just living next next no, room over. That's horrible. Horrifying. Hor it is Betty, horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. No, it's it's horrible. I say it's horrible. Horribly horrifying. You were right the first time. It is horrible. It's Betty, horrible. Betty begged me to move and we moved, but I think it took like a year and a half. I wonder it why was, she begged you to move. Maybe because it was hell. No, yeah. it was great. That's the worst. That's probably the worst hot take you've had. It well, you, you know, know, you haven't tried it. Hold on. It, let's do let's do the full circle. I, I get blamed for having hot takes that I have no idea about because I've never tried the things I have hot takes on, which is fair. Neither of you have ever tried it. So you're you're saying something that you've I've had never roommates tried. and I hated it. I have a wife, she's my roommate. Right. I don't I don't want other roommates. This is, I'm directly talking to Nick Meyer now. You were a great roommate. You know that you and I wanted that thing to keep going. And you know that Betty put a kibosh on it. But Nick, if you're out there watching, uh, no, someday, at some point, at some point, there's going to be a night where, everybody, where everybody's been, uh, you know, doing shots and weird stuff. No, no, it's bad business. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't going to happen. No, 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 no. it's not going there.
Plus, no, now, I don't. I don't even like people visiting. I don't want some somebody else living in my house. You haven't tried. Which, which I have sure. had no. One of my Less brothers. Money. One of my brothers lived with us for about six, seven months. Okay. And we and the had, worst of your brothers. It's not your it. favorite brother. This is the one you like the least. No, that's not true. I I like them all uh, equally on uh, the least. No, you don't. But there, no, no, no. This is, but and we had a big house, but it's still there's somebody in your house. Right. I don't like having I, guests I in my house. I understand the privacy thing. I get it. I get all the things you're saying. Uh, that's you don't why hotels are out of a pot. <laughs> on that note, gentlemen. I'm out. I think I trolled the show. Have a lovely a... week. We'll see you, you next week. Yeah. Good luck in Chicago yeah. where you don't Thank like you. the pizza and you drink no. giant beverages. I do. All this right. is all true. And I can't wait to move to New York City or New Jersey at some point in the hopeful near future. And let's thank our unnamed uh, benefactor. We had a, sure. an unnamed benefactor who sure. made it possible for Craig to uh, to be with us tonight. Sure. For as long yes. as he's been with forward. us tonight. Yes. Yes, there there is a sponsor to the show, a listener uh, from my radio show that decided to to help out. They noticed that I wasn't staying on most of the episodes. They wondered why. We had some chats about it, and uh, that listener decided to to help out. So thank you to that listener. Thank you to that listener. Uh huh. That All right, guys. witness protection listener. Correct. All right, I'll see you guys later. Bye, Craig. Bye. That's Craig. Bye, Craig. He's leaving. I miss you. Miss already. You, you miss him already? Nah. I couldn't wait for him to leave. I couldn't wait to get rid of him. Taking the spotlight from you and me, Brian. God. Now you know, and, and, and I know you're joking. And hopefully Craig will know you're joking when he goes tomorrow and listens to this. And then we get texts like, come on, man. Does Cody really not want me here? And I'll go, I don't know what Cody thinks. You know, I watch you here. You, you got to talk to Cody about that stuff. So I love having Craig on the show. I love that it's such a frat party in here. All of us just tonight was tonight is it's, a, you know, it's fun. This is what we taught. So I, I listen and I'll, I'll say this. I, I said it when he was here. I think his, his hot take on pizza was way off, <laughs> way off. It was, Hey, no, he was, here's some big news. Yeah. Uh, guess who's getting a vaccine. It's not you. Is it your wife? No. Is you? Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, dude. When? How? Tell them. Well, this is all right. So because I've been teaching for so long, right. The the district gave me a letter because they need they need people to get back in the building. Mm-hmm. So I went out and let me say this for all the people who are trying to get, uh, get appointments. It is a nightmare to try to find an appointment. It is just, uh, you know, there's so many people who are in one B that are 65 and over that are uh, grocery workers and teachers and first responders and all these people who are in this group. And there's a shortage of vaccine. We know that. And these places are opening up and it is, it is a nightmare. So, and I've been trying to get, you know, I've been worried about my mom at 83. I'm like, she's got to be in. So I get an email from the district last week and they said, listen, they're going to open up. They're going to open up the, this site for appointments. Um, 
here's the here's the email it said to share it with everybody in the staff because this the appointments will be when 1b is available so it's through it's through cook county and there were about i think 12 or 13 sites and i spent a day and a half trying to get trying to get in to see if i could get an appointment and finally i did and it's it's way out it's it's farther south than my mom's by a little bit. It's out in the, it's out in the far south, far south suburbs. But I was like, okay, that I don't care. I'll drive, you know, it's Saturday. So I'll do it. So I, I was, I got the appointment and then I was immediately overcome with uh, regret. They're like, why should I get one? And there's so many people who can't get one and probably need it more than me, but well, they do need me in school to help with the, you know, to help with the kids. And it's, you know, that's so, I was like, okay. And Debbie was like, listen, if you can get one, get one. So then I, then I turned the attention to my mom. Now my mom had been, she had gotten a couple of, uh, I think she's with the same medical group that you're with. And they had sent her a, an email a couple of weeks ago. It said, listen, we don't know when we're going to do it. Then there was another one that said, uh, we haven't heard yet. And then she called and they said, well, you're on our list. We know, you know, we've got your records. You're, you're definitely on the list. We'll let you know when we start doing them. So I call her, uh, I don't know, whatever day. And I was like, listen, Ma, I got this, I got this thing. Do you want me to try to get you an appointment? It must have been because uh, I heard Jimmy Kimmel talking about trying to get his in-laws an appointment and it taking him three hours, two and a half or three hours to finally get his in-laws an appointment. So I was like, Mom, do you want me to do it? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll just wait till my uh till they call me and blah blah. I go, Ma do you really want to just wait or do you want me to try? You know, but if you tell, if, if you tell me to try, then I'm going to try and I'm going to take one. Well, but I don't know where, you know, if I'm going to want to go, I said, wherever I get it, I'll take you. Cause it's important. I listen, if I could give my appointment to Debbie, I would, she's in, she's in one C I want her and my mom vaccinated. That's it. You know? So, I go and I start, you know, I start doing it and I'm looking at jewel and I'm looking at Walgreens and I'm doing, uh, I'm doing, I checked Walmart and I'm doing the, the County ones that I had. I signed her up for all these things and I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And I'm like, Oh, nothing is popping up. There's no appointments. And you know me when I, when I sink my teeth into something, I'm like, I got to do this. I got to get her an appointment. Yeah, dude. No matter what. Long story short. After yesterday, I'm sitting here and I'm just refreshing the pages. I'm going to each site and I'm just checking and I'm refreshing and I'm refreshing and I'm going and I'm going. I had gone on at midnight the night before because I'm thinking, well, maybe after midnight, they'll open up that day's appointments and I'll be able to get them. No, no luck. I'm going, I'm going. Just out of the blue, I, re I read, I refresh again on the place that I'm going Saturday and an appointment pops up 20 minutes after my appointment. And I'm like, click. And I, I, you know, I had every, I had her all signed up already. Cause I had, the problem is a number of times I had found appointments for her. And by the time I clicked through and filled everything out, the appointment was gone. Mm -hmm. So now the Cook County portal, her portal was all set up and I clicked it and it went through and I'm like, Oh, this is great. So I get her on the phone. I'm like, listen, I got it. But and she 
because I needed, I had most of her information, but I was, there were a couple questions. I wanted to make sure she was on the phone. She answers the phone without her hearing aids and she launches in to this story about something. And I'm like, mom, mom, mom. And she can't hear me because she doesn't have her hearing aids in. And I'm screaming, honest to God, like if I was calling you from three doors down across the yards, this is how loud I'm screaming into my phone. Mom, mom, mom. And finally she's like, what? I don't have my hearing aids. And I'm like, stop talking. I need you to talk. She's like, oh, I'll go put my hearing aids in and call you back. So we get it all done. So I got her. She's, mine is at four o'clock. Hers is at 4.20. Blaze it. She's going to blaze it up. Blaze up that nice. vaccine. That's great. Can I say real quick too about the, uh, just about the, I'm clearly the guilt or whatever about yeah. getting it. Look, every, every additional vaccine uh, brings us one step closer to normalcy. It doesn't matter who gets it because right. every person that's susceptible to getting it is a vector for other people to get it. So sure, you may not be, that's the whole coronavirus thing that people always misunderstand, right? Like people that don't care about the masks or they don't, you know, they don't think it's a big deal. Things shouldn't be closed. Well, you know, I don't have a big chance of dying. The reason everything's closed is because people can spread this when they're asymptomatic and you could be one place, then be another place, and you can be perfectly fine, but give it to 20 people who each right. give it to 20 people. You could be a vector that gives it to a thousand people. So every person that gets it, it doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter what comorbidities they have. You are still protecting your entire society around you, your whole environment your whole neighborhood, all that stuff, your friends and family by getting the vaccine. So no one who is offered a vaccine, like if you're watching this and you're offered a vaccine and you think, well, the coronavirus won't kill me, that's not the point. The whole, the whole reason the world has been in turmoil for 10 months now is because of the way it spreads. So right. it doesn't matter if we vaccinate a bunch of healthy 24-year-olds. It's still really good to do that. We just got to get these vaccines out as much as possible. And it's cool. The government's prioritizing those yes. who are at higher risk of being injured from it. But at the end of the day, just vaccinate people, you know? So yeah. uh, I, I think it's great. I think you, you know, you shouldn't feel bad about it at all because you're, you're helping other people be, you're helping your wife be safer for yeah. God's sake. I'm know? open. And you know, it, this is how weird it is too. So my aunt, who's a couple years younger than my mom, she had gone to Walgreens before and the Walgreens, even though they weren't supposed to, was making a list. They were putting people on a list so that when they got it, they would call. The other afternoon, she's sitting home. They called, they go, Listen, somebody canceled. We have an extra dose. Can you get over here and get and get in a vaccine? She was like, Hell yeah, I could get over there. So she went over to Walgreens and bang, she gets her first vaccine. Nice. You know, and my cut her daughter, my cousin, who is a teacher. Um, she was, she was fortunate enough to get her vaccine. I know, uh, a number of the, the, the people that I work with are, have their appointments to get it. The, the problem is, you know, that you were supposed to sign up for your second shot when you made your first, but they, they're not opening those appointments yet. Cause they don't know. And my mom was like, well, what, what happens? I listen, we're just going to worry about getting the first one. Cause the, the email that I got said, they will tell, they will give you an appointment when you get your first shot for your second shot. So I'm like, oh, listen, whatever, let's get our first one. And then we'll, we'll worry about that down the road. But I said, listen, I got to get you, we got to get you vaccinated. 
you still have to wear a mask because you don't know if you can spread it. Even you, you may be, you have the immunity, but you could still spread it. And she's like, Oh, I know. But at least then you could like, you could come over to the house. You could, when, once Debbie gets it, you could come over, you can, you know, we won't worry as much about you. So it's, uh, like I said, I thank you for saying that it is. And it is true that everybody needs to get it. Um, I just, for a, for a minute, I was like, well, you know, and it mo was mostly like, well, my mom and Debbie need it more than I do. I need it. I need it. We all need it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but again, you see them and you could give it to them. Yeah. So you are, they are by proxy safer with you getting it. Yeah. And you know? it is, I was just, I was just, uh, and this is not me, uh, you know, uh, what do they call that? Uh, when you're showing off or virtue signaling, I'm not virtue signaling. No, it's no, just no. because her friend also their her daughter. Cause the, listen, if you're, if you're in your eighties or nineties and I, my mom knows how to use the computer, but these are, these websites are a pain in the ass. And her friend's daughter did the same thing, found it, got worked on it to get her mom a vaccine. And I think a lot of people are doing that because you know, you try to call, forget it. No, it's not a humble brag. Yeah, uh, humble. I think that's the phase though that you were looking for. Vir that and virtue signaling. That was the other both, one. Like, yeah. Aren't I great? <laughs> Which I am not. But yeah, I, I feel bad for everybody who's trying. It's it's impossible. And I know they keep saying, Oh, be patient, be patient. You know, I'm I'm happy that the administration is sending out what uh, however many millions of doses next week, and they've made the orders and things are going. And yes, it's going to take a little longer. But I think by the summer, we should be good, you know? I know Lightfoot said 1C, which would be my group and your wife's group, um, 1C would begin, what, late March, early April? Debbie's, Debbie's doctor said he thought mid-March. Okay, great. So that would be good. Is she with the same know? medical group as me? No, I no, she's in a different one. All right, because my I messaged my uh, endocrinologist, and she just sent a stock message back, like blah blah blah. We're monitoring, etc. I'm on the DePage list. I'm on the yeah. I've I don't know. I've contacted some people. My mom's getting really frustrated that I'm not just like calling every doctor in the state because, like you know, like your uh, your aunt, right? Like, there's probably situations where you can be in the right place at the right time, right? Or get the right person on the phone and get it. Like if if you really if like if you spend all day making calls trying to get to the right people, you can probably find an extra dose somewhere. I mean, you're hearing a lot. I get, I've been hearing a lot of these stories, right? Because it only lasts a few hours after they yeah. open them, right? Like right? A hospital staff will get it. And then over the PA system, they'll say, hey, well, we vaccinated all the doctors. We got 10 doses left. Any of the administrators want to come in? Secretaries, janitors, whatever, whoever's in the building. And they just yeah, get, come it. And get it. Like I got friends like that. So it's like, you know, I, I could hunt it down, but I just, I, I don't know. Um, and maybe I should. I just, I, I really hate wasting time. And um, yeah. and I don't know what where the dead ends are. And I, I just Well, and especially because you are you know you're in that next group. I signed Debbie up through the county. Um, so she will get, she's going to get emails and texts when her, because you put in all your, you put in your stuff, you put in your age. You put in if you have any pre-existing conditions, you do all that. And so now she's on the list. So whenever, when your group starts, 
and appointments start becoming available at, at this is just for the county sites that the major site in Tinley and the other uh, 12 or 13 sites uh, that I was looking at, she'll get, she'll get a notification. And then she'll be in the same position that I was uh, and that everybody is where you're just then you just go. But hopefully by then there will be more doses available. The problem is we got, we got screwed over, you know, yeah. but then I talked to my brother in Florida and he's like, man, they're giving them to everybody down here. People were going, people were doing vaccination tourism and coming to Florida. Now they shut that down. So you have to have a Florida ID to actually get a, a thing. But he said, yeah, everybody was, everybody was getting them in Florida, which I found odd because Florida was one of the states where the governor and everybody was like, ah, it's fake. We're not going to wear masks. Forget it. <laughs> they've, got, they've got so many vaccines. It's crazy. Man. But I don't know. It's uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm very grateful that I was able to get uh, not only one for myself, because I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't as eager as everybody else to get it. Um, listen, I want Bill Gates to know where I am at every moment. Sure. I am looking forward to have a, uh, having a tracking device in my bloodstream. It, now, is the microchip in the first or the second dose? I believe it's in the first. That way they can tell you where to go for your second. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah. So what listen, the, even good. beyond even beyond spreading it to high risk people that you know, like you're also uh, getting become a new like person that we can see and not feel like we're gonna die around. You know what I mean? That's true. Like my mental health might improve if like you get your second dose and then you could come over and have a beer. That would because be my nice. Wife and I are dying to see a human being that's not each other. Not that we don't love each other. Cause my God, if there's, I could, I could be isolated with her for 10 years and be happy as a clam sure. or longer. And I feels like we have been sometimes. Um, <laughs> I'm so happy and so lucky with them, but like we're all dying. Everyone's going insane, like for social attention. So you know what you get a vaccine, you know, you get a vaccine. People are comfortable being around you. Like, like you could be the first person that people have hung out with in months. Yeah. And I, listen, I, I read a bunch of th stuff that said from medical professionals that said, how do you react once you get the, how do you, how should you act once you get the vaccine? And they're like, act like you haven't gotten the vaccine. You still have to social distance, but you know, I'm still going to wear a mask because you can, you can still spread, but I don't have to worry. Like I would come to your house and we'd wear our masks and we'd sit six feet apart. I wouldn't worry about getting sick. Mm -hmm. You know, I would still do what I could to protect you guys. Mm -hmm. But if you were comfortable with me being there, then that's, you know, that's fine. Yeah. I bought a little you know, Cause it was, it was nice to come. It was nice to come. And uh, we talked about it last week, me seeing your son. It was uh, great to see him. And by his first birthday, we'll all be good. And we'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to have a big party and we'll all come and watch him put his face in the cake and we'll laugh. and It'll be hilarious. How do you deal with that first birthday parties? We we were like, I mean, we weren't gonna buy him anything, right? I don't I don't know if we were planning on having a first birthday party. Oh, for the family? We would see family. We I think. Family. I mean, all right. So here's, ours was a little unusual, because my brother Dennis and my sister in law Renee got married the weekend of Molly's first birthday. Mm -hmm. So we were all in Pennsylvania. And, you know, the whole family was there. We saw. But then we came back and 
our relatives from Ireland were still in town. They, they'd come to the wedding and then they came to Chicago. So we did have a first birthday party. And, uh, I think most of my, most of my cousins and my nieces all had first birthday parties too. It's, and it's for, you know, aunts and uncles and maybe a couple friends, but it's, it's grandparents and aunts and uncles and it's family and they'll buy him stuff just cause that's what family does. Sure. And you get, you know, I, you get the little tiny cake and the kids like smashes in it. And it's, it's just fun. It's, you know, they don't know. They, they're like, Oh man, you give us a cake and you just, you, they're slamming into it. it. It's hilarious. Sure. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things you gotta, you gotta do. Even if it was just you guys and your mom and dad and, and sister brothers and maybe Casey's parents who I'm sure would want to come in. That's it. You know, it's not a big, a big ordeal. I mean, it can be as big as small as you want. Yeah. It can be like the cat birthday party that uh, gave 15 people COVID. What? It was a story yesterday in the news. Where? People went to a, people went to a cat birthday party. Wait, let and, me guess what state. Not Florida. Not Florida, right? No, not Florida. I want to say Texas. I think, hold on. I'm looking, I'm, uh, I'm looking it up again just to be sure because I read it. I read it um, on uh, WBBM News, their their feed. So I want to make sure. I don't want to spread fake news. There's enough of that going on. Uh, birthday party for a cat. Let's see. There it is. But yeah. Come on, really? Oh, it was in Chile. Well, still. But still, yeah, those are people. Like those are people who went to a cat's birthday party. No, that's still not a good thing. If it's, it's, it seems to be like a, an American thing that would have, that would have happened. But oh, right. sure. I, I'm not one of those people who celebrate my pet's birthdays. To be honest, I don't know when my pet's birthdays are. Yeah, no. Because we, because we got them from shelters. I know basic, I, I really don't know exactly how old my dogs are. I can kind of guess. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't humanize pets the way other people do. And it's yeah. great that they do, but like dog people, cat people, like I grew up with a dog. I like, I like animals. I like yeah. pets, but I'm not, I don't, you know, I wouldn't get one and dress it and talk to it. Well, I probably would. I don't know. It's whatever. I gave Molly so much crap because she bought uh, Walter a little like, jacket but then she was like he weighs 14 pounds it's freezing he's he doesn't have any hair it's you know i was like okay so it's just kind of a wrap around quilted thing that she puts on him when he's going for walks and i'm like mm. okay I, that i can do but my dogs are big so i don't i don't put it on that right. but like little tiny dogs i guess okay and i see people walking their big dogs they have coats on and some people put the boots on their dogs and I don't know. My dogs are my dogs are well taken care of, but they are dogs. Right, they're dogs. They're not humans. They're no. like Gidget's yeah. been laying here the whole time. She's chilling. She's happy. She doesn't care. Debbie, uh, Debbie had to go get an emergency root canal today. What? Why? Yes. Because <laughs> she was bored. She wanted to get out of the house. Ah, that she, sounds about right. She woke. She woke up Monday and she's. She went to bed Sunday. Everything was fine. 
She woke up Monday and she's like, oh my God, my tooth is killing me. My, my, everything hurts. And I'm like, oh no. So she's like, this Sunday morning, she woke up like that. And I'm like, okay, um, what are you going to do? She hates the dentist. She's terrified of the dentist. Oh, really? I don't know anybody who likes going to the dentist. I do. Do you like it? I actually like it. Really? When was yes. the last time you were at the dentist? Uh, before the pan, right before the pandemic. Okay. Um, because remember I had the, yeah, I had this like mouth infection and I had to go in like the first week of March to get this thing checked out. I went to my dentist. He referred me to an, uh, to a periodontist okay. who referred me to an endodontist who referred me to an orthodontist oh, who then took out my permanent retainer, sent me back to the endodontist and then there, and then the pandemic hit. Oh no! And so I never actually got my thing fixed. I have like an like like I have like a, a wound in my mouth that needs to get fixed. Ugh. So it's the th first thing on our list now that the uh, doctors are vaccinated. It's the first thing on our list to do in the next few weeks uh, is is find a dentist out here in the burbs, and then I'll have to go to them. They'll have to check me out, and then they'll have to refer me to an endodontist out here. Which I didn't like the one in Chicago anyway, so that's fine. But yeah, no, it's it was a nightmare. But the I went to a doctor, uh, don't remember his name, but he it was at Oz Park Family Dental uh, on oh. uh, Lincoln Avenue, right by Lincoln uh, Park, actually. Right by um, your old place. Yeah, great, great guy. Great doctor. Doctor been there forever. He's so good. He made me care about uh, brushing my teeth. I flossed every day for like two years. Nice. Um, yeah, no, he, he got me to take really good care of my teeth. Um, and he was just awesome. And I, I actually enjoyed going because I liked feeling clean and... Um, mm. I took pretty good care and they, you know, they would like pump my ego a little bit and be like, your teeth are so clean. And like, <laughs> oh man, you came in here the first time and your gums were all like receding and it was bad. And like, I'm just so proud of you. And it, it was good. I, I, so yes, I actually, I, and it, it's never like, it's never as bad as you think. Like when you're a little kid, okay. But, um, no man, if you're watching this and you haven't been to the dentist in a while, hit them up. They're, they're not, you know, they're not so bad. Yeah. It's been, a couple of years for me, but the last time I went, they did a lot of work. So mm. I'm pretty, I, I should be good. But uh, she was in so much pain and she was like, oh, I don't know. And I said, well, call that, call the dentist that I went to, you know, and she was really nice. Debbie's like, yeah, I just hate going to the dentist. So she calls uh, Monday and they were like, mm, oh, that, that doctor leaves, that doctor leaves, but let me see if I can, uh, you know, the other doctor who's her partner, he's really nice. And, you know, let me see if we could get you in. So they called, they got her in Monday afternoon. So she goes to the dentist, turns out she has a horrible infection and they mm. think it's from a bad root canal that she had before. So they give her antibiotics and they give her, you know, uh, the strong Tylenol or ibuprofen. And they said, listen, if it's, if it's bad, here, here's a referral um, for an endodontist, I guess to whoever does the root canals. And if that's, if that's bad, then, you know, if it's bad tomorrow, call us or call them. So she comes home and she's taking the antibiotics and yesterday it's just horrible. And she calls the, uh, she calls the endodontist yesterday and they're like, well, um, call us tomorrow morning at eight and we'll see if we can squeeze you in. So she calls this morning at eight o'clock and they're like, okay, we can get you in at 1130. You're our third emergency patient of the day. We can get you wow. in. So she went in and 
they gave her the new, they, they fixed the root canal or gave her a new root canal, whatever. And, but she's still, she's still in horrible pain. She's been laying on the couch asleep and she's putting an ice pack on her face. And yeah, but she said, oh, I, and I was, you know, I was trying to be, nice. I said, do you want me to take you? No, I can go by myself. Okay. Do you want, you know, is there anything? No, just go. I said, well, be brave. I said, I know you don't want to go, but try to be brave. And so she came home and she was like, I was brave. It was like seeing a little kid. I was brave. And I was like, oh, that's so good. I'm so proud of you that nice. you were brave. But uh, yeah, it's frigid. I, tooth pain, I think, is one of the worst. It is. Would you agree? Yeah. When, you're, when your teeth, when something's wrong with your teeth, it's, it's horrifying. But, you know. I actually just got back from uh, physical therapy about an hour ago, a couple For hours what? ago. Uh, my shoulder. My shoulder's kind of jacked up, my right shoulder. Um, it's always been weird. Uh, it, like it, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, and they, they, they told me the diagnosis, <clears throat> my doctor and then this physical therapist that he referred me to, still couldn't tell you off the top of my head. They, they show you charts and they show you all these muscles. They're like, oh, you're blah, 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 and you're blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> Basically, like if I'm like bench pressing, let's say there's a specific motion. And as I push forward, something, some part of my shoulder kind of pops. It feels Ooh. like a pop. It doesn't sound like anything and it doesn't hurt a lot, but it's like not a thing you should do while you're bench pressing. Cause it like, it, it, it hurts kind of. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's been weird, but the last couple of months I've been waking up and it's been in pain. So, um, Ooh. anyway, I went to her, um, <clears throat> she has me do, you know, these range of motion things and then kind of diagnoses it, but then she did. She did a thing from acupuncture and she used, I want to remember what it is. It's a hollow needle. Um, or no, that's not what it is. Um, like a straw, a dry needle. No, she, I don't remember what it was. There was yeah, hold on. Acupuncture needle. Dry needling. No, that wasn't it. Um, anyway, I don't remember what it was called. Um, I think it was called a dry needle. I don't know. But anyway, she uh, essentially put a needle into my shoulder and had to like feel around for the tissue and then kind of like poked at whatever the painful part was. Ooh. What she found was basically I have um, some tissue kind of like compressed really closely between two bones. Um, and so when I move in a certain way, it, it crushes that tissue and that's where the pain comes from. So we just got to kind of, I just got to kind of like stretch the front of it and do some strength exercises for the back or something. And it'll kind of even out. So she thinks it'll be a few weeks. It'll be fine. But yeah, she put this needle in me and I heard it, you know, I, I felt it and it, it probably five or six out of 10 on the pain scale. It was uncomfortable, but it wasn't bad. <clears throat> but anyway, long story short, she said, does it hurt now that you're leaving? And I said, no. And she was like, I guarantee you the next 24 to 48 hours is going to hurt a lot. I've never had a patient walk out of here and sometimes they'll walk out of the clinic and be like, Oh, I'm fine. But by the time you get home, it'll probably hurt. Um, no right. dude, I left, uh, I left there at six. So it's been like four hours. It doesn't hurt. So I will probably wake up with a searing pain tonight probably. Uh, or tomorrow morning, like just a horrible, oh. horrible pain. But right now it feels great. Right. As rain. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. yeah if you can make it through the next day. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's not, it's not from an injury. Like I, I have told, I had physical trainers at like, you know, gyms in my early twenties, I was like 25, 26. And I would be like, Hey, when I bench press, this happens. And they were like, no one ever 
they never like were like, oh, that's a problem, or that's they'd be like, that's weird, you know, whatever. Uh, I mentioned <laughs> to my doctor, you know, downtown. The doctor didn't say anything. I got like one free physical therapy appointment at a gym I signed up for, a small gym, uh, where they're like, yeah, we can maybe like uh, assess stuff. I told them about it. They didn't know it. Like no one, I've told Jeez. all these professionals about it for like a decade, and no one's ever known. So finally, I told my last doctor, and I was like, look, it now it actually hurts. So yeah. now we got to deal with it. But uh, it's weird, man. Bodies are weird. They are. And when somebody finally listens and figures it out, you're like, why couldn't they figure this out, you know, a year ago? Yeah. But that's that's good. Now, let me ask you this. How was the – was she in a mask and a face shield? What was the, what was the situation? We just had you got a person on. touching your body. <laughs> yeah, we both had masks on. Well, all the uh, primary – all the care providers are vaccinated, right? I hope so. That's Debbie said. Debbie said the dentist today had a mask and then a face shield. And he was like, don't worry. I, we've, we've all been vaccinated. And I'm like, well, that, that just means they can't catch it. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, they so, were, they were being very careful. This is a dumb question that I should know. Cause I do this for a living, but if you, after you get the vaccine, you can still carry it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You can still have it and you can still spread it. So. So, yeah, I mean, I was going to wait, but like, wake up my shoulder hurts like my wife will walk in and like put the baby down on the bed and be like good morning dad and like i can't i can't roll over and pick him up oh my no hurts. yeah you that sucks so is this something that's going to be an ongoing therapy thing or is it does she think one treatment might do it what's i i've got to do exercises twice a day and she'll see me twice a week the next three weeks so okay whatever and I'm sure then I will have to have some stupid battle with insurance to try to get them to cover it like I always do. It's been really fun. I, they won't, they, they're not covering the insulin that I need right now. Really? Like, I need to try this alternative one that doesn't work that your doctor switched you from three years ago because that's what we have the contract with. And you have to show documentation after three months that it's not working. So, yeah. well, well, is your death certificate the confirmation? What kind of paperwork do they need? Yeah, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, just be really unhealthy and uh, hurt your body and uh, be sick for three months. And uh, then we'll maybe consider an appeal. Well, my doctor's appealed like three times. I contacted our healthcare representative for my company. Like I've gone, I've gone through everything. That's ridiculous. Chance. Yeah, it's worth it. It's better to pay $670 a month. Uh, actually, probably $670 every three and a half weeks, the way I go through it. So it's a good time. I, it's amazing. I don't know how people, Debbie said the other day, I don't know. She didn't know how people could get dental care if they don't have it. We're, we're lucky that we have dental insurance and it, it depends. Like it covers a hundred percent of x-rays, but then it covers like 70% or 80% of the other stuff. And that 20% while negligibly or a lot less than the total is still a chunk. And it's like, if you don't, I guess you don't get dental work. I, I don't know what people do. It's, it's, horrifying and the you know what we paid out of pocket today compared to the total cost was a fraction but it was still like man that's a you know that's a chunk yeah dude. see i think the u.s government should have just bought a bunch of gamestop stock last year oh, that and then if smart. they cash out next week they could pay for health care for every american for like 10 years that would have been nice yeah well, listen, we got, there's so many, there's so many fish to fry. And we said we were not going to talk politics, uh, but I am happy that I am happy that the, the virus seems to be a priority. That's, yeah. uh, that's, 
that's as far as I will go with politics tonight because it's about time to start wrapping up. But yes, I'm, I'm hoping by next week we hear that those extra doses are out and more people are getting their shots and uh, it's not as crazy as it is for most people to try to get their shots because I am looking, uh, listen, I, I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff. Like I'm not, I'm not unique. I'm like everybody else. Let's get this done. Get that herd immunity. Uh, when you, what did Fauci say? Like 80, if we get 80% of the country vaccinated, we'll have the immunity. So I'm good with that. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect is correct. What's coming up on curiosity daily this week? This week? Oh man, I don't remember. Oh man, I forgot to mention. Yeah. We gave Craig a shout out on Friday's episode. Nice. We did a story about how, when you ask people personal questions, um, like in conversation, it actually doesn't like upset them that much. Um, so like you think that small talk has to be all like, how's the weather, blah, blah, blah. But like, if you meet somebody at a party, you can ask like a kind of personal or like thought provoking question and they'll actually really like that. Um, and Craig, that's Craig, right? Like Craig does not, he dispenses with small talk. So I mentioned him at the end of the episode, um, and he enjoyed the shout out. Um, Very nice. So it's fun. Uh, but, um, uh, this week, I don't even remember. Right now, I'm editing episodes for a couple of weeks from now. But uh, what? It, oh, is the Super Bowl this Sunday? Super Bowl or no, is the seventh of February. Okay, so now we're doing like a Super Bowl story next week. Um, okay. The, it's not really a Super Bowl story, but um, they did this scientific study about uh, NBA players, and uh, they they found that people the players' performance is significantly affected by time zones. Yeah because of the circadian rhythms and stuff. Um, and they it, they were only able to study this because the NBA finished their season in the bubble, right? Right. Um, so they were able to actually compare apples to oranges, like apples to apples, the stats against travel versus not travel. It's really interesting. So now it's like, okay, well, now are the NBA teams going to like change the way they travel and stuff? Um, so That's always about- been a big concern with athletes, especially you know when you had to travel way out west to play and it, it threw everything off. Yeah. Yeah. That should be interesting. Yeah, stuff like that. But uh, um, oh, and there's a guy, the guy, a uh, guy we have an interview coming out with next week uh, that did a. Um, he wrote a book about breathing, and he found all this, all this just insane stuff about breathing. Like we've, we're evolving to breathe wrong. Um, really? How how like if you breathe with your mouth, it actually changes the way your face like develops as you're growing up, um, and you should be breathing like a lot of people should be breathing less than they are because you need more carbon dioxide to get to your brain and through your body because carbon dioxide is good for you. It all sounds like pseudoscience. This guy spent like four years researching it and everything he says, there's photographic evidence of ancient skulls. Like literally you can look at thousands of ancient skulls and it, it uh, totally corroborates this. And all these scientific studies, like it's all research, but no one ever connected these dots. Super interesting stuff. So that'll be uh, on Curiosity Daily soon. Very nice. I want to plug something and I will uh, talk about it again. But uh, on for the last 10 years, I've emceed the Leukemia Research Foundation Rockin' for a Cure event. Well, this year they couldn't do Rockin' for a Cure for obvious reasons, but they are doing a virtual trivia night that is sponsored by Mutual of Omaha Mortgage. It is a Saturday, February 20th at 7 p.m. Uh, let me hold on. I will put the uh, the info up uh, up here. So it's going to be you have uh, you can have teams of up to ten, and you will they can be from anywhere in the world. It's twenty five bucks a team. There are going to be prizes, but not prizes for the winning teams. They're, we're going to keep score of all of this, 
but the prizes are raffle prizes for national uh, restaurant and chain uh, gift cards. Every time everybody who enters or registers gets a ticket thrown in. And between rounds, I'll be pulling raffle tickets and doing all that. And uh, there's going to be a 50-50 raffle at the end. So when you sign up to be part of the event, you have the option to buy a raffle ticket and perhaps you will win a, a lot of money. This is a, it should be a lot of fun. So you can have people from everywhere. Again, the teams are up to 10. Um, and, uh, and that should be, that should be it. You, it's going to be a zoom thing. So everybody's going to go out and they have a professional company that's running it. I am just kind of the master of ceremonies as I am at rocking for a cure. I'm just there to facilitate stuff. I don't, you know, I don't really do a whole lot, but um, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun. Trivia for a Cure. It's a benefit for the Leukemia Research Foundation. Again, that's Saturday, February 20th at 7 p.m., 7 to 9, they say. And uh, there's prizes, there's fun, there's trivia, there's all sorts of things. So uh, if you're interested, go to the link. I'm going to post all this on the, uh, the show Facebook page, of course, so you can uh, do that. And forgive me if I plug it again uh, next week when we are here, because registration ends on uh hold on i believe did registration ends february 13th so act now do yeah, not wait awesome act that's now bad. everyone's always looking for stuff to do oddly i think i act i don't know if i can make it the 7th of february you're busy I mean, it's the 20th it is the 20th oh <laughs> drink uh it is yeah, the 20th no. Um, we, we're doing a virtual beer festival on the 20th. Oh, that's right. That's the one you were talking about last week. What? It's like breakfast beers. So I, they haven't come out with the schedule yet. So if it's like, if it's like 10 to five or something, we'll just get drunk all day, take a nap and then do your thing. You could put your crazy, uh, your team together, all your crazy friends, uh, you know, ice bag, John and your smarty, uh, your smarty doctor friends and mm. you can dominate. Think about it. Well, I'm well, not if I'm on the team, they won't dominate. I'm awful at trivia. Which is weird because I know a lot of stuff. I was now. gonna say you seem like a guy who should be good at trivia. You'd think, but no, I never know anything they ask about unless it's pro wrestling, in which case, <laughs> dude, come on. There you go. Speaking of pro wrestling, last thing I watched a movie the other night. Uh, it's a drama, but it's based on. Do you know what one I watched? Are you gonna say it's the one about David Arquette? No. Oh, never mind then. I'm. It's the one about Paige. The. Oh. They made the, a movie about her? Yeah, but it's a, dr a dramatized version. It stars uh, the woman who was uh, in Game of Thrones, who was uh, Jamie Lannister's sister. Oh, Cersei. Cersei is the mom. Cersei is Paige's mom. And uh, Vince Vaughn is the WWE guy. And The Rock is in it. Uh, you know, because I guess he... I missed the first the first 20 minutes. Um. But her brother, she comes from a wrestling family in England. It was it was a really a, a, a good movie, a sweet movie. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I may check that out. No, another friend just recommended something. It's called like You Can't Kill David Arquette, I think. Oh, no, I haven't seen that one. It's about David Arquette is thinking about returning to wrestling or trying to return to wrestling right now. Um, David Arquette, yeah, the actor, had like a brief stint in WCW. He was actually WCW champion uh, in like the early... The late nineties, early two thousand, yeah, late nineties. It would have been okay. So, apparently, it's about his like, like comeback to wrestling or whatever. It's supposed to be really good. I don't really know anything about it, but uh, you know. 
Well, this movie was called Fighting with My Family. Fighting with My Family, got it. So nice. check it out. What is, so is it a couple years old? Because I feel like I vaguely heard about it. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's been out for a little bit because I, I, I was it on Epics. It was it was on some one of those. It wasn't on Showtime or HBO. It was something else. Mm. All right then. Uh, twenty nine. Well, twenty nineteen. It came out. Sports drama. Twenty nineteen. PG thirteen. Only an hour and forty eight minutes. So there you go. All right. Yeah, we're in town. Cool. Love it. Yeah. It was very, it was a lot of fun. Good record. All right. Let's, uh, hmm? good show. It was fun. It was fun this week. We had a good time. We talked about all kinds of stuff. Uh, you got to use a term we had never used on the show before, which was but fun. Stuff. But stuff. Uh, Craig, uh, Craig had a lot of takes on pizza, Some which were, were erroneous. They were very bad. Very bad takes. Very bad takes on pizza. He's a guy, he's a guy who knows a lot of stuff. Doesn't know anything about pizza. Mm-mm. That's what are you gonna do? We all have our we all have a chink in the armor. And his is his is a blind spot for New York pizza. He thinks he's Tony Monero at the beginning of Saturday Night Fever, walking down the street eating a folded up piece of pizza. Yeah. That's you know, whatever. I really want pizza now. I do too. I, <laughs> I really, really could go for a pizza. So maybe this weekend. Who knows? All right. Uh so Curiosity Daily Podcast, part of the uh Discovery family of brands. Discovery uh, Plus, or is it Discovery Plus? Yeah, the Discovery new streaming Plus. service. Yeah, stream it now. Check it out now. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. The podcast will be up. The issues with Facebook will be remedied by next week. I hope. Who knows? Uh, Zuckerberg's out of his mind. Things are going crazy over there. But uh, that is that. So have a great week, Cody. Thank you again. Always a pleasure. Have a great night, everybody. Bye.